Hey there, everybody on YouTube. Welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Let's get it started here. The SoCo Show Live starting up right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the SoCo Show. It's episode number 183, and we are live. This, of course, is the voice and the face of the co-host, Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by the so-host, Seth Ott. Ah, I'm here. Excellent entrance, as always. And we also got the bro host in the house. At Jared Buckendall. (laughs) I'm here. I do that same entrance every week, even when we're not on camera. I still do that. Oh, what, you pop up? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I will apologize. There there might have been an echo um, because uh, my my volume was on. So, yeah, I think I did that, too. That's probably really confusing to. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. All right. (laughs) Let's restart. (laughs) Uh, Welcome in, everybody. Um, Let's see who we got in the comments. We got uh, Elias is here. Art is here. Welcome, guys. We got Mr. I-100. What's up? Mike V is going from 6 to midnight. You love to see it. <laughs> uh, my little brother Kyle is in the chat as well. Great to have y'all in. We're really excited about the show uh, this evening. Uh, drop, make sure you guys drop a like while you're here, uh, somewhere down there uh, on the J-Buck Studios page here. That really helps us out. <coughs> and we appreciate you guys joining us. We're going to have some fun tonight. going to be some good stuff. Uh, how are you guys doing? I feel like we kind of... I, this is a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. We kind of had all got in here like really at the last second to start the show. So we didn't get to <laughs> do much catching up. Uh, how, how are you guys doing today? Are you guys having a right day? I, I mean, it's funny because I brought up a topic literally two minutes before we started and you guys were like, oh, so that's your day. That's that's the kind of day you've been having. So uh, it's I don't know. I'm always running around like one thing. I, do you guys ever get like super anxious and just like start sweating because you're like trying to get a task done before a deadline? Yeah, oh, that was all day today. Yeah. Literally, I'm I, I'm I'm the stinky kid in class right now. <laughs> I, well, at least life. at least yours was from like stress from working. I'm sweaty just because I didn't shower today. <laughs> uh, hashtag mom, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> you get sweaty the less you shower. Well, I, I just, I'm just not a naturally very sweaty guy. And I'm also incredibly sedentary. So it's not like I did anything that yeah. would work up a sweat. Today. It's probably not like sweat. It's probably body balm that's created from oh. not showering. Oh, you just <laughs> yeah. scrape it off, put it in the Burt's Bee and sells it. Body you balm. Know the, uh, you know Salt Bay when he carves that layer off? <laughs> <laughs> that coast tank gets shredded down. off. Give me some of them elbow oh, yeah. flakes, sir. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, wow. Elbow flakes, by the way, best with almond milk. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, holy shit. Uh, Let's see out here. Oh, Dan's saying I'm quiet. Yeah, we got got the fucking levels guy in the chat every single live show. Seth's quiet. Cody's quiet. Yeah, Dan, let us know if we're okay. This is the one I want to focus on right here. This is a good one. Yeah. This is. (laughs) This is the best way to consume the SoCo show. <laughs> Lindsay Monday out there firing up the Rex. We love to Order see it. Order perform it. it. 
Um, NPA, I cannot believe we have NPA uh, on the show today. The, these guys are uh, NPA and, and also Jared's sister Jill are in Austin, Texas, dealing with the snowpocalypse. Jared just, NPA, uh, Jared just told us a story about what was happening to you guys today. And holy shit, we are mm. so glad you guys are okay. And uh, I can't believe you're in here. You, you well, <laughs> I, I imagine for them to TV. have... Yeah, I imagine for them to have power, one of them's like running on a treadmill watching um, <laughs> just to get it going. I remember yeah. back when the derecho happened, I was watching J-Buck Live for a few weeks um, just off my cell data. Like my phone hooked up to one of those battery packs on the last thing. So I honestly, like that was one of the few things that kind of gave me some normalcy. So I hope we're providing that for anyone else in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully. There you go. Shouts out to the Texans. Stay tough down there. That shit sucks. Um and good luck to y'all. Good luck to y'all. Oh yeah, sure. the Jill coming in here saying what what had happened essentially. Yeah, holy cow! Yeah. Three days without power. That would have been plenty for me. Uh, that I'm I'm a, I'm weak, so that would have that would have done me in. But yeah, yeah. carbon monoxide has apparently become an issue. <laughs> the one that was, <laughs> the one time we didn't have power for like four hours when we first lived together, we ate all of our food because we're like it's gonna all go bad. <laughs> we need to eat it all now. The first thing was we ate the ice cream immediately. And then the other thing I remember from that day is, and this was all like afternoon. It was the summertime. We were not even unsafe. But I I remember I honestly did not know and had to ask Seth if we could use the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) You like you couldn't flush the toilet. Yeah, I just didn't. I I didn't think enough about it. The answer is yes, uh, as I'm sure NPA and Jill know. Um, but big shouts out to you guys. Glad you're glad you're doing okay. Um, if you get a chance, hop the next plane with Ted Cruz and and go to the Caribbean for a little bit. That seems like a better place to be. Although too, I did hear um, because of the frozen pipes and whatnot, um, there has been a lack of running water there too. So there is a potential he might not even be able to poop or pee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yikes. Well, you can poop or pee. You're just gonna have to hang out with it. <laughs> Pick a designated corner get, in your yep, apartment. Get the poop corner. Yep, poop corner. Beaming. <laughs> oh man, who else is in this? Abby's in the chat. What's up, Abby? I don't know if I said hey to you. Um, Abby, let's see who's all in here. We got a pretty fun crew here tonight. I'm excited. Yeah, Mr. I100 can't forget about him. I100, yes, I100's got power, so that's good. That's good. I don't know where I100 is, so. He's in Texas. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's surprising. Oh, he is. Oh, well, good. Glad you got the power on. Mm-hmm. Jared's drinking out yeah, of a NBA classic uh, Thursday night mug night. Yes, classic this, right there. Uh, for for wow. people who are watching, this was a staple every Thursday uh, evening uh, in college amongst us three. Uh, we would go out and get buck wild. <laughs> yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Did you ever clip it to you? Did you ever have that on the belt? Yeah, you have a carabiner and you clip it to the belt while you make. No, oh, that's, no, that's when you know wow. you're next level, man. Oh man, yeah. you, were like fucking... <laughs> like you were an alcoholic. You were an alcoholic. Oh yeah, I'm amazed I didn't die. No, I mean, I, basically, uh, the the thing that I would love is you know Thursdays. Obviously, you take the mug out, but then they do six o'clock. You just grab them all and just pour whatever <laughs> liquid in, and it's a mixture of dirty Shirley's oh. and uh, tequila. Oh. Man. Those were the days. I, I couldn't. I would die immediately. Uh, shout out, by the way, to Mike V in the chat who literally carried me home on my 21st birthday, which was a mug night. That's a, that's a fun memory I don't have. Uh, Kyle wants mentioned again, so hey, hey to little brother. Uh, I'm glad to have you in the chat here. Yeah, Dan knows what I'm talking about. You throw it through the belt. 
<laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Kevin's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, Kevin was actually a bartender at Patty's back in the day. So. Oh, so we have you to thank for this. Yeah, Thanks yeah. Well. He was the one that was <laughs> helping the uh, the habits, I guess. Wow. Well, we appreciate your contribution uh, to our dead brain cells, Kevin. Man. All right. Let's see here. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get into, so we better jump into the show. And uh, we're going to get things started like we have been for a while. We got to get, get nice and titillated with our titillating topics. Titillating topics. Man, I forgot how the show works. I don't have a chic tweet. I don't have the topics yet. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember what, what we do what on the show. What were you doing before this? Sleep at the wheel. <laughs> I was scrambling. I was watching TV and then, you know, lost track of time. <laughs> I got a feeling that's the whole story. Yep, that was, that was it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna boot up the 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 titillator here. Gonna pull five topics and we'll go ahead and uh, discuss them. All right, we're gonna go ahead and hit the titillator. In three, two. <laughs> you counted way too slow, dude. The titillator don't wait. Yeah, <laughs> one. There you go. All right. Our five topics that we're going to titillate are bread, vegetables, dance. So we go from one thing Cody loves to probably the thing Cody hates the most in this world. What, bread to dancing? No, dance to (laughs) snakes. Oh, snakes. Yes. And then... Something we discussed, I think this might have been on our list last week, so we can cross it off, but it was clowns for the fifth one. But I think we talked about that last oh, week. We did have clowns. Mm. I thought you were going to say pork, and I got about 20 more minutes on pork. Yeah. <laughs> so, 20. well, I guess I guess we'll save it. Yeah, welcome to the 20 pork more, cast. 20 more minutes on pork <laughs> would be the title of this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? So it was dance, vegetables. Bread. Uh, what was the first mm, one? Bread. Bread. Mm, bread. bread. Okay. That triggered an immediate thought. Um, I feel like, okay, do you remember the Oprah I Love I Bread I Love commercial? Bread. I Love Bread. Okay, Wait, you do. what? Okay. I You love don't know about bread. this? Was it I a Wonder bread. bread commercial? No, it was a Weight Watchers. A, yeah, it was a Weight Watchers commercial about how you could, um, you could uh, oh, eat like bread eat and carbs. still lose weight. Okay. Yeah. Have you actually not seen this? Because that's the thing I was going to say was I remember seeing it one time on Hulu and then I never saw it again. I and saw it a I thousand a times. People, really? I don't know yeah. why I didn't. Weird. Um, well, that was also back when you were losing weight. So maybe that was a targeted thing. Um, but I don't know. A lot the, of people. It's a gif. That's the thing is, yeah, I hear about it a lot, but I haven't seen it. Um, I have this video. Is that something we can do, Jared? Can I? Can we? Can we play a video? Yeah, yeah, we can this? do it. Is that gonna work? I don't think okay, Oprah's the... gonna come after us. If so, more power to her. Yeah, that that would be pretty silly of of Oprah. Hold on one sec. So uh, this, like, okay, in my mind, Weight Watchers is like early two thousands. Like, when was this? Oh, this was like two thousand fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, Jeez. we were living together. Okay, then I yeah. am. Yeah, I am way off there. Okay, let's check out Oprah here. Hopefully, you got the audio too. I love bread. This is the joy for me. <laughs> I love bread. I love bread. This is the slow version. This isn't oh, actual no. commercial. This is creepy. I don't like that. <laughs> okay, we gotta get rid of Oprah. But she goes on for a while. I love bread. 
I love bread. I She's love really bread. excited about it the whole I time. love bread. Yeah. Did she the script that. say, say, I love bread, improvise? <laughs> <laughs> just say it again. Just say it again. I don't even think it was supposed to be a Weight Watchers commercial. I think they just said, Oprah, like, what are you passionate about? And she just launched into that. I think that's fair. I might have gone with pasta if it were me, though. Hey, a um, nice pasta. You know what, though? Dance brings up another thought for me. So um, I'll talk about it a little bit later on. But Seth and I were together over the weekend with some other friends from Dub H, where where we also met Jared. And uh, we went back and watched some old shows and old dances. And <laughs> I got to say, Jared, your stuff specifically holds up pretty fucking well. Um, <laughs> I, I don't... I don't think you realized how good uh, our our performances actually were. Like our choreo was pretty tight. Uh, you, you and Jill always did a pretty good job with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, uh, when I picked Seth up from that airport, <laughs> uh, he had, that was like one of the first things he said, and I was like, like the all guys one because he said Men in Black, and I remember us all wearing suits for that mm-hmm. one. And then I realized, oh, it was the '90s and Men in Black mixture dance and stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean. It was it was always fun. It's so weird to look back that I literally had no dance experience before Dub H, and then I'm like, oh, I love this and everything. And then obviously, with the help of with a lot of help from Jill, I I couldn't teach worth shit. Um, I was the idea man. I was the idea man for sure. <laughs> but uh, that's that. I mean, thank you, thank you for saying that ours uh, holds up. So that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, those ones were always a blast. Shout out to Jill in the chat. If, if you're not aware of what when when we were at Iowa State. Um, we were in a hip hop club. I'm actually wearing the shirt now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wearing the sweatpants. We, actually, I'm wearing the jacket. Nice. <laughs> you never get out of it. That's the thing. Shouts out to the old old ass dub H'ers with bad knees now uh, in yep. the chat. Shouts out to you guys. Um, I went back. The other funny thing that I realized I was, and I remain. This is still true about me. But I was really fucking pretentious about my dancing back then. We were we were going through some of like the speeches and shit that I gave in the videos and stuff that I made. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best. I'm, I'm the president it, of this dance club. I took it pretty seriously unnecessarily. Yeah. Well, it is funny to look back because I even, I, I mean, I haven't watched many of the dances, but uh, just remembering back, it's like, well, your dance, I'm going to be up front the whole time. And now looking mm-hmm. back, it's like, I'd probably do it different where it's like, I'm going to give the spotlight to more people. But that was always the thing is like, no, I did this. I'm going to show yep. it off. Yep. That was always my thing was like, oh, none of you guys worked at, as much as I did at this. So mm. I don't care if I'm <laughs> me. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Dan and Lindsay pretty quick to agree <laughs> with me on the pretentiousness. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Abby's got her WH sweatpants. You never get rid of them. They're not even very good sweatpants, frankly. I mean, no, they like, I have better quality sweatpants, but I just can't bring myself <laughs> to get rid of them. Oh, man. Oof. What are we talking? We talked a little bit of dance and a little bit of bread. That, that sounds like a pretty good day to me. Uh, I feel properly titillated. <laughs> what do you guys think? Mm, do you guys bread. think we move on from the titillator? Mm, quack, quack, quack. I'm a duck. Give me some bread. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right. We're good on the titillator. That was titillating topics. Titillating topics. All righty, folks. Um, we're going to move on. I actually forgot to do this a second ago. So we're going to go to Sheet Tweets. And then we're going to come back and give you guys a chance to ask any audience questions. Uh, we didn't have any come in on Twitter. The Twitter queue is dry. Um, so take the next few minutes while we're doing chic tweets to drop some questions in the comment box. And we'll see if we can answer a couple of them. But before we do that, let's get to some chic tweets. I call you a punk. All right. Got a couple chic tweets from this week. Um, 
I s- sneakily found them while we were going over the tit the going over the tits. You um, bitch. Um, all right. So Valentine's Day was this week. Iron Sheik from a series of tweets is clearly not a fan. So we'll start with the first one. Uh-oh. Here's his thoughts on Valentine's Day. He says, "Roses are the red, the violets are the blue. The Valentine's Day is for jabronis. So go fuck yourself too." <laughs> Snaps. Nice. Snaps. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's... <laughs> you didn't know Sheik was a poet. You didn't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did, but most yeah. people. He's a lyrical genius, that man. He's a legend of yeah. the pen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then we have another, and this is just a random one. He must have been still fed up from Valentine's Day, so he he was he was a, a little testy apparently on the phone with some uh, customer service reps. He says, "Customer service, you dumb son of a bitch! You put the legend on hold again. I swear to the Jesus, I break your fucking neck. Suplex you, you low life piece of garbage." <laughs> All right, you know Direct what? TV. I I guarantee you, he was on the phone with American Airlines. That's, that's <laughs> who he was talking to. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what? That, Cheeky baby that, having a hard time. That brings up an interesting thing of like, ha- I mean, it's got to happen quite a bit. Like, you know, obviously celebrities are just normal people. Like being on hold. If you're someone and you're like, Mr. Sheik is on the phone. Like, are you like, holy crap, it's the Iron Sheik. Or is it just a thing where only the three of us really know who still is? <laughs> he probably has like a name name. I would imagine, and yeah, it's and Mr. Sheik, like Bob, Bob Jones, or whatever. Bob but I also Jones. think it's Earth, comma legend. <laughs> His middle name's of the. He um, he probably has like an assistant that would do that type of stuff for him, uh, or or if not him, then someone who's really famous would. I can't imagine I like know. Tom Cruise sitting on hold. Um, that would that would really surprise me. I don't. But I don't. I don't think she has an assistant. You, you don't think so? <laughs> no. Think the only does? assistant he might have is like. The person who works at the old person's home who gives him his lunch, but I, I don't think I don't think that Sheik has an assistant. Um, he goes to like he he goes to like wrestling conventions when there was those and like signs autographs. Like he doesn't. So that's essentially like his main source of income, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than what he had saved from back in the day, but yeah, that's that's what like older wrestlers do after they retire and you know don't can't wrestle anymore, don't have other jobs. They just go to these conventions. Um, which, you know, that's great. That's money. You get to sit there and sign autographs, but I don't think that's assistant money. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not. You're right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, shit. A thought came up about the Sheik and I've, I've forgotten it. So we're going to move on, but I got to call out, um, I got to call out Kevin's, Kevin's, uh, comment here. He says, dub H O boy. And from the, uh, from the perspective of the bar bar staff, I'm sure we were a goddamn nightmare. Uh, on par with the salt kids, which is hilarious because they were pretty much the opposite of us. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Oof, that's a good laugh. Um, so the Sheik was complaining about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I think I told you guys a little bit about this um, earlier this week. But uh, Gina and I did our entire Valentine's Day on Monday the 15th this year. And guys, if you have not tried this, do it. Because... <laughs> I I know it's great to do everything on Valentine's Day and celebrate the day and all that. But this year we couldn't. I was traveling that day. And so the next day I went and I got chocolate and I got flowers, both of which were on sale. And then 
uh, we went out to dinner at one of the nicer restaurants here in town and there was nobody there because it was Monday the 15th of February. So of course no one was there. And we had an amazing time. It was like such a good, it's not like you're trying to be in a crowd anyway on Valentine's day. Mm -hmm. And so I would, I would offer up that piece of advice for folks. Um, wait till the next day on Valentine's day and you have a pretty good chance of having a better time. Um, so that would be my advice back to the sheik since he doesn't, he doesn't like V day. So quite so much. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, or just don't celebrate Valentine's day with other, well, another person, just do it yourself. Eat all ooh, the chocolate yourself. Ooh. Maybe get a couple of recreationals, bottle yeah. of wine. Actually, um, I, I mentioned this, uh, Cody, you had just, you know, obviously mentioned yours, uh, mine. I, uh, I, I was very hungry and we had two boxes of chocolate and I just was like, nom, 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 nom. Um, don't mix a box of chocolate and red wine. That's all I'm going to say because that came right back up. <laughs> so that was my Valentine's day. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, NPA's NPA's agreeing with uh, with Chef here. You, you know how to you know how to do it on Valentine's Day. Love yourself. And I think I think Pornhub Premium goes on sale on Valentine's Day too, so you can jump on that sale. Yeah. Uh, it's still have a pretty solid. Some day. OnlyFans deals too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the good thing is nice. like uh, Pornhub. It's like you know you can pay for a day, you can pay for a week. There's also a five minute option, and usually that's the most you know the one that they sell the most of. Hey man, yep. You could you could probably divide that by like six, and I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us share those five minutes uh, just to keep just to keep costs down. Send a text. All right, there's three thirty-seven remaining. <laughs> go 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 <laughs> go go go. Here's the password. Seventeen thirty-five of that one. Jump to that time code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit, man, that is funny. Um, I'm apo- I apologize in advance. I think I'm going to butcher the the pronunciation of your name, but Nawaf. Uh, is surprised to see that Jared has friends. Uh, so yeah, believe it or not, we are actually buds. Um, I think that's Mister Waffle. This. I think that's Waffle that Man Waffle? from uh, from TikTok. And if you say his name uh, backwards, Waffle then you disappear. TikTok. Yep, don't say it backwards. <laughs> you disappear. Good thing I can't. Good thing I can't read that backwards. Wow. Alrighty. Um, yeah, I agree. Mister I one hundred agrees with Co. Wait till the day after. You guys are going to enjoy that a lot. So a little bit of free advice to go along with your chic tweets this week. I call you a punk. All righty. Um, I don't see any questions popping up in the chat, but I'm going to repurpose Reaction Life's uh, item here into a question. He says, Warner Media is genius and living in 3012 with the theater and HBO Max simultaneous release. Uh, do you guys agree? Do you think that's been a good model for them? Have you enjoyed seeing things like Judas and the Black Messiah this last weekend with the simultaneous release? Do you think that's going to continue to be a good strategy for them? I don't know if it'll continue. Um, I like it because it gives me flexibility. Like like you said, we were traveling. So I was lazy and didn't feel like going to the theater after mm-hmm. we were traveling. <laughs> and so I watched Judas at home. But like this weekend, I'm going to go see Nomadland, which will be on Hulu, which they're doing a similar thing where it's free on Hulu and be in the theaters. Um, just because now I'm like, okay, I have, I have more free time to do it. So, um, and I'd rather see it in the theater. So Judas is one I wish I kind of would have saw in the theater, which we'll talk later, but um, mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. But um, yeah, I like that model just because it's more flexible for me. And if there's a movie that doesn't have a great rating or 
doesn't have great reviews or whatever, um, or it's middling, I can watch it at home and not have to go take a trip or pay for it. Yeah, I like that. Jay Buck, you, you, you watch quite a few things at home because the screeners you get and you just did that with kind of the, uh, the festival and you'll do it again in, the, in a month or so. Are, is, that, is that an okay experience for you? Do you like seeing the same day release uh, on digital? Yeah, so originally when HBO Max said that, I was like, well, that's foolish. They're going to miss out on a lot of uh, monies and whatnot, which, again, we're not seeing their books. But I do really like what they're doing because, again, what Seth had just said where it's like I can essentially make my own schedule. Like sometimes theaters, it's like, oh, we don't have a showing until 1210. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do for three hours until I wait for this movie to show up? <laughs> um as as like now i can wake up and you know like eight o'clock on a saturday watch a movie with some waffles or something you know uh make mm. make a day out of it you know really treat myself um and i think that movies i don't and waffles. yeah movies and waffles come on people <laughs> that's um, the name of your new podcast yeah movies and waffles. <laughs> oh man that'd be a great that brunch themed podcast there we go actually Oof. that that's actually that sounded like a dumbass idea right away, and it's the more you think about it, I just pictured something cool. in my head actually. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually it's an interview a good idea. setting, and you're just eating some yep. waffle. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. some maybe a new show coming out of uh, Book <laughs> Studios here. Um, but but uh, I, yeah, I'm curious on how long HBO Max will do this. Um, but what they are doing, I think that they they made a smart move because people are talking about their movies. People are watching their movies at home um i'm curious about you know once we get into maybe april may june when more movies are coming to the movie theater then we'll see how that's really working out if people are going out to see you know cruella and these other ones or they're like no i'm gonna watch these hbo max ones at home mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. only thing that i would see though is that it's gonna end up going up pretty high eventually um if, if they keep doing this model and Oh, price-wise? Yeah. HBO yeah. Max will go up to 25 30 bucks a month if they keep having to... If people keep watching these movies at home, they're going to make it reflect a price of a movie ticket at, at the very yeah. least. Um, they could... Yeah, yeah they or would probably do that. Tickets. Or they could do this weird thing where it's like, hey, here's a split HBO <laughs> Max where it's like you pay the normal price, but you don't get any of these first release run movies. Mm -hmm. um, Surcharge it for a few bucks, yeah. 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 I would, I will say this, if HBO Max doubled to $30 a month, I would keep it. And I'd probably get rid of something else to keep my budget where it is, but I would keep HBO Max. HBO Max is probably my favorite thing going right now. Um, yeah, I'm also, to Dan's point, I'm paying for like a dozen people. To have <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really not bad for what, you guys. You should probably not get rid of that. What if they did do though, like a, a 15 a month to keep your HBO TV content? You know your normal HBO Max content, and then another fifteen a month to do the new release movies. Would you do that? I'd have to look at the movie schedule, but probably yes. What if it's only at one movie a short month? Term. Like you could still go see it in the theater, or you can see it at home. There's only one a month. month. Yeah. Well, if my theater was open, that would become way less attractive to me because yep. I'd way rather my theater's right down the road, so I'd, yep. I'd way rather go there. But while my theater's closed. I'd, I'd, I'd consider that at least. That'd probably be close to about what I'd be willing to spend to see new new stuff each month. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think it would then come to a point where, you know, we joke that we're all reaping the benefits of yours. I think then that's when, I mean, even with any and all streaming services, that's when you get like five friends together and each one buys one, but you're, sh you know, sharing or pitching in money. 
Um, I don't know. That's just, you know, kind of spread the wealth there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the wealth's name is Cody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am the wealth. Uh, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. Reaction life. I agree with you. I'll pay whatever price for HBO. To me, if, if I only had one streaming service, that would be it. They've just got the best content. Even their new stuff that they're putting out is really good. And their movie library stays awesome all the time. So I would agree with that one. I would totally. I don't know if they're going to keep this. um, He also asked if if he thinks this uh, this deal will stick around into next year. I don't know because, like I said, I don't I don't see it being very practical after the theaters open back up for myself. Mm -hmm. So I I don't really know if it stays forever. But uh, I'm digging it right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, Jen is coming in too and saying the opposite. Actually, saying that that is not what she wants. And. I think if you're someone who is more of a movie fan, I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, HBO is, for the most part, other than these one movie a month that they're putting out, um, you know, you're just getting old movies, movies that have been out for six months or so or whatever. They've had a few, like, HBO Max originals, like, Let Let Them All Talk. That's That was pretty good. Um, but I think HBO is, has been and always will be the TV and limited series, and I would pay $15 a month just to watch Succession. Um, that show yeah. is the the best show on TV right now. Yeah. I pay it just for John Oliver, which is why I got HBO in the first place. And he's mm-hmm. back actually, uh, as of last weekend, Jared, you're going to need to scroll up, uh, for a second here to get back to this question so we can move on from HBO max. Um, where is this question? Yeah. NPA at six twenty six asks who would win in a cage match between Ted Cruz <laughs> and Scott? Seth, you want to, you want to drop a ding, ding, for Ted ding. Cruz right now? <laughs> well, th- that's the thing though. It's going to be a trick situation trick question i you know he's not going against me Uh, i'm gonna come out down the ramp and be like whoa 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 ted cruz hold on a second i got my boy in the back he's coming to take you out and then boom barack obama comes out and whoops his ass with a steel chair (laughs) dude you know barry would whoop that ass. oh fuck yeah oh yeah he's just coming down the ramp it would be like the monsters when they turn michael jordan into a basketball he would do that to ted cruz and slam him through a through a hoop <laughs> oh my gosh I'm, I'm trying to find ted cruz's size yeah it looks like he's only about 510 he's a little beef that's my height he's a little beefier than co but not a huge guy i was thinking if ted cruz is at like 6'4 275 I don't like your odds, but mm-hmm. he's a reasonably sized man. So I think I think you could take him, and I definitely think Barry could take him. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz is like a rejected Muppet. He wouldn't be hard to take. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does look like a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's creepy, man. He's creepy. He is. Oh he's God. actually playing Mephisto in one division. <laughs> he is a demon. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Um, let's see. Yeah. Lindsay's going to start succession. Yeah. Lindsay, you probably should. Uh, Seth has been preaching this for, for six months, I think. I mean, yeah. it's been, I caught on late, uh, but it's been really pushing it. Yeah. I need to, I, it's in my queue. I haven't started it yet, but I need I love to get it. that. I need to get that pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. NPA. He's got the ending to the match right here. Ted Cruz is just going to hop on a jet and leave in the middle of the wrestling <laughs> match. So, uh, I don't think we're going to get a winner. <clears throat> Oh, man. Well, we appreciate you guys' uh, participation in the audience question segment. Uh, always love having you guys in here live so we can do this kind of thing. So we appreciate that. Keep the comments coming as we go through the show. Uh, we love having you guys being part of the conversation. So uh, let's roll onward here. And uh, it's kind of weird that we're, we put that after Chic Tweets. It throws my entire rhythm off because we usually go from Chic Tweets into sponsors. So just for my own sake, I'm going to play the Chic Tweets so that I can go into sponsors. <laughs> I call you a punk. 
All right, folks, time to shout out our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free. There it is. Mathis Designs. Go friend our good friend Steph at mathisdesigns.com for all your stationery and graphic design needs or to commission a piece of your own. Get that piece. Get that piece. Get yourself also a piece of Mike's wood. Head over to etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wed to get your woodworked. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. We've also got NPA. Uh, Nolan is the guy that puts together our intro and outro music. You've heard him featured on previously on the SoCo show a few times. And uh, also want to shout out the group that Nolan is a part of. NPA, along with Jack on the weekends, is uh, known as Friday After Class. So we're going to link to NPA and to Friday After Class um, uh, in the description box. You guys can get out to their Spotify, follow them, and make sure you subscribe for new music. Um, Jared, can you bring me back for one second? I want to give a special shout out to FAC because uh, you you guys will remember if you've been listening consistently to the show, Glizzy's for Breakfast has been one of the, I think it's going to be a hit single the uh, to come out of the SoCo show. It's probably our anthem. And uh, we had kind of the official like track created. Uh, Nolan kind of fully put together what started as a one minute clip has become a full track uh, mm-hmm. that is going to be released on Spotify through Friday after class. So make sure you guys hit that link so that you can get out there and help us make Glizzy's for breakfast a huge hit. I'm going to play you guys a clip uh, for it for just a second here. And Jared, you could put the sponsors back up for a second when I do this. Uh, here's a clip from Glizzy's for breakfast. This is NPA and Jack on the weekends at Friday after class featuring your boy. Here we go. Cause it's seven in the morning and you know we're eating hot dogs. Yeah, I eat glizzies like a hot shot. Every day for breakfast cause the toppings make a top notch. Now don't talk, fucking Cheerios is nonstop. Shit in a bowl is fucking whack like a cock block. Bun. This shit's like lace chips, you can't have just one Your boy don't really cook, but my breakfast game real I go to sleep at home, but I'm waking up at Johnsonville Yeah, I'm living like a rock star Dinner time is Kobe beef, Henny and some caviar But in the AM before I'm on my way I grab the most important sausage of the day We're having glizzies for breakfast Yeah, I said I like them and I meant it Yeah Awesome, so that's, that's just a clip uh, if you want to get the whole track again, you're going to have to get out to Spotify Friday after class. We're going to make sure and link to this um, in the podcast and the YouTube uh, description box so that you guys can go check that out. But Spotify, search Friday after class, subscribe. Uh, NPA is saying we're going to get that in a couple weeks out there on Spotify, which brings me to a very important question for you, the audience members. Um, it became abundantly clear when I made my uh, debut rap appearance on this Friday after <laughs> class track that uh, I don't have a rap name. And honestly, I never really thought I was going to rap ever. <laughs> so I never came up with a rap name. And, you know, the the track is going to go out and I need to have, it can't be Friday After Class featuring Cody Michael. No one's going to fucking listen to that. So <laughs> I need some help. I, I need some help finding a rap name. Uh, the best that we have so far, Seth has suggested the co-host, which I actually like quite a bit. Um, that's the front runner right now. But in the comments over here, drop some rap names, some stage names for me that you you think might make sense. And, and we'll see which ones I like. And uh, maybe you'll see that reflected on Spotify. So drop those. 
I got to get back to the sponsors and shout out the rest of them, but drop some rap names in the chat uh, if you have some good ideas um, for me here. So, Jared, if you could bring them back up. <clears throat> All right, where do we leave off? So we had NPA, we had Friday After Class. Um, NPA also partners up with our very own Jared Buckendall on Room 56 Studios. So the guys will help you put together uh, through their video editing, graphic design, and audio editing, anything that's going to take your... Uh, take your idea, your creative idea, and make it a reality. You know, if you want to create a YouTube video, a TikTok, whatever it is, the guys can help you put together in a way that's going to look really professional, really well done. And people are going to really dig. Uh, they really know what they're doing. So uh, make sure you check them out. It's room56studios.com, and you can start talking to the guys about putting together a package for you. Waka waka. Uh, last but certainly not least, Anchor. Uh, this is our podcast hosting service that we use, uh, anchor.fm. So out there on the Anchor page, if you want to become a monthly supporter and kick us a few shekels to keep the podcast going, shekels. you will join this illustrious <laughs> shekels you will join this illustrious list of incredible individuals who uh contribute directly to the show they help us get new uh, equipment help us get new software and we've got a lot of uh kind of new endeavors we're hoping to get fired up in the year 2021 and everything that you guys are contributing has been a huge help to that so big shouts out to everyone whose name is on this list um, we're trying to grow this number. Uh, we've got 13 anchor wankers today, Wanker. hoping to grow that to 25. Once we get to 25 anchor wankers, we're going to have an exclusive track from NPA released right here on the SoCo show. So, um, send this podcast out, you know, uh, get some friends to join in and listen with you and help us grow the party a little bit so that we can get to that track. Um, but again, big shouts out to all of our existing anchor wankers. Thank you guys so Wanker. much for not only your time in listening, but uh, but your money as well. It really means a lot to us that you guys uh, are sticking with the show. So big thanks uh, one last time to our anchor wankers. Wanker. I really think uh, Dick and Balls needs to invite his friend uh, Hole and Taint to be an anchor. Wanker. <laughs> Hole and Tate sounds like uh, like it could be a pretty innocuous just last name that someone has. Like if your name was like Tim Hole and Tate. Yeah. Or the hit show on HGTV. <laughs> That's Hole and Paint. Hole and Paint. Oh, Hole and Paint. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, Hole and Paint. And they, yeah, they uh, do landscaping. They're pretty, um, they're pretty, uh, pretty different. Right. But, but also really similar. And that, that's what helps them work together. And they've mm. probably flip houses, right? Isn't that the only thing they oh, ever yeah. do on HGTV? Oh, yeah. I mean, you make tons of money doing that. Come on. Yeah. Let's buy this uh, one bedroom see. ranch and turn it into I don't a two know bedroom that. ranch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, my favorite meme uh, about house hunters is where it's like my husband makes art out of popsicles and i'm a first grade teacher <laughs> our budget is 2.5 million dollars <laughs> if you've ever watched house hunters oh, it yeah. feels like that sometimes like yeah that's pretty accurate oh my gosh Ooh. um what do we do we shout out our sponsors we shout out our anchor wankers let's hit the Wanker. chat here see if we got any rap names in here um, i think I, I think this one's the winner <laughs> Penis man, yeah, NPA really likes that one. But but change the S to a dollar sign. Ooh, see, there's an idea. Mm -hmm. I like penis man. I yeah. like penis man for sure. Um, let's see, Abby's got some 
I, that's right. I forgot about this. So Abby years ago was wrapping a, uh, I think it was a maid of honor speech and, um, she needed a, she needed a rap name for it. So I gave her the name a money Belvin. So we got C money, Michael. I like that one. I like that one. I am about my cheddar too. So the C money thing seems to make sense. Um, so we got, we got uh, C money, Michael, we got uh, penis man <laughs> and, <laughs> and we've got the co-host. <laughs> Which is a, a list I'm happy to have just read. Uh, that just that makes me happy. Ooh, oh, man. my goodness! All right, we got to keep it rolling here, guys. Um, again, final shouts out, big time thanks to our anchor wankers, to Wanker. our sponsors, to all of our listeners, and to all of you who are in the comments. Uh, we appreciate your time on here. Little C Man sixty eight enters the enters the fray as another rap name too. I don't mind that one. That one sounds kind of cool. Maybe a seaman. Maybe after my first album, <laughs> the seaman. The seaman. <laughs> oh, I just got it. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you got to go with the seaman. You could be dust seaman. Uh, Let's combine dust seaman and seaman. Little seaman, dust seaman. Oh wait. Okay, I'll do it if one of you guys will join a group with me, and I'll be Little Seaman, and one of you guys has to be Lot of Seaman. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, man. That was a good one, I 100. Very, very nicely done. All right, guys, let's keep it rolling here. We're going to get into uh, – this is a pretty fun new segment that we've been doing for the last few weeks. Uh, we're going to take a look at some of the new headlines and decide if they're news – or nonsense. News or nonsense. News or nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Every time that stupid Donnie gets me. What is on? It's good, man. What is on that newspaper? Oh, wow. That's <laughs> creeping me out. Either Mother Teresa or Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, I can't quite tell. Can't quite tell. Man. So, Chef, got, got some... some headlines. I just realized I don't have any news background music for you this week. I hope that's okay. That's okay. All right. So I, I've decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a theme. I, we did it last week with birds. I'm going to try and do that every week. Uh, do, a, do a theme on the Bird news theme? and nonsense. Uh, not, yeah, I'm going to do bird <laughs> stories every week. Okay. Um, no, this week is... Um, th- this week's theme is candy. Candy. Ooh. So we got some candy news headlines. All right. First headline. I got my own sound effects. Um, <laughs> first headline. California woman finds gold tooth cap in a hundred grand bar. Is that news or nonsense? Hmm. California is where you go to find gold. Mm, yep. Hmm. That's why they called them the 69ers. <laughs> and it was... Uh, nice. <laughs> 69. It was the... Uh, it was a hundred grand bar that the gold tooth was in. Uh-huh. That seems pretty convenient. <laughs> and you're a but... cheeky fucker, so I think that sounds like Seth's work. I'm saying <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, I think that he's playing too much with the you know money, different kind of li- liquidity, and finding gold okay. in a hundred thousand. So I'm gonna say it's nonsense. This. Oh, do you have the drum roll? I got the drum roll. All right, do that. At least you did something. 
nonsense. Yeah, you, you caught me. Um, I thought that was a good headline, though. Um, oh, it was definitely a solid. For for a few seconds, I was like, yeah, that's um, you know, lose a tooth in a candy bar. Sure, whatever. That's fine. But it wasn't her tooth. Uh, she found someone else's tooth. Yeah. Someone could have been working at the, the, at the Nestle factory and dropped a little gold tooth cap in there accidentally. You never know. No. I mean, we got fingers in chili, so I, yeah. I, nothing really seems off off uh, off the table right now. Mm-hmm. All right, next headline. <laughs> All right, six barrels of Skittles found near base of Rainbow in Sweden. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm immediately saying it's like, nonsense just like, because I can't even picture a barrel of Skittles <laughs> without getting a hard on because that sounds amazing. I I want an entire barrel of Skittles. Okay, so you're saying it's nonsense. Definitely. I I feel like this would be <laughs> definitely if if he if he had said it was like Ireland, you know, you know, with uh, you know Skittles and Taste the Rainbow and leprechauns and all that, then it'd be a little bit too on the nose. I mm, I'm gonna also say nonsense, yeah, because a barrel of Skittles who's who's transporting a barrel of Skittles? People transported those monoliths everywhere. Yeah, but they those weren't Skittles. <laughs> They're heavier than Skittles. What I word? just think Skittles would come in a different container. I yeah. think that's that's what that's our assertion. Like is that's that a barrel that joke. of Skittles. Wow. That's wow. like the joke from uh Family Guy where he's like, I'll have a desk of Cheez Its. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who even knows what that at least a I can picture a barrel of Skittles, but I think it's too good to be true. I think mm-hmm. that's something right out of my dreams. All right, well hit the hit the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found him out for you. <laughs> 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 news no it's nonsense oh, <laughs> oh well done well done all I right will say if if the game if if the game wasn't set up the way they are very good headlines mm-hmm. but we're looking we're we're fucking sleuthing for the for the clues and we're doing pretty we're two and oh so far so let's see if you can trip us up chef let's see you can sleuth this one, you sons of bitches. This, this one's uh, going to be about Swedish fi- Swedish fish, I'm calling it. Nope, this one is not. It's a little bit more common candy. This story is, this news headline is, the Hershey Company sued by man from Alabama for missing peanut butter in Reese's Cup. Is this news oh. or nonsense? Wait, so the guy, there was no peanut butter. It was a hollow cup? I don't know. I didn't read the story. I wonder if it would be a hollow cup or if it would be filled with chocolate. Yeah, it would that be a chocolate sound that bad. Piece. I mean, I like the peanut butter, but... Hmm. Would that make me upset enough to sue? Well, and also... Alabama? Also, does Hershey's make Reese's? Or is yes. that Nestle? Yes. No, it's not Nestle. You got a computer. I No, I'm not going to cheat. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think I think I want to say this is news. This sounds the Alabama of it all is the thing that gives me pause. I I didn't think people in Alabama were smart enough to sue each other. So, I, <laughs> so man shouts out to any Alabama people out there. Man sues her. I'm saying it's news because of peanut butter not in cup. Uh you know what? I'm gonna say no. There, there would never be three nonsenses though. It's got. Mm, 
I'm gonna say nonsense. All right, we're gonna have a we're gonna yeah. have a definitive winner here. Yeah. All right. Let's for all the peanut butter cups. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hit the drum roll. This is nonsense. <laughs> for three for the win. Yes! I was certain I had that. That's why I guessed it so fast. I was like, easy, you dumb motherfucker, Jared, because I know you're going to go opposite me, and I got you by the... That's what I was thinking that whole entire time. I yeah. never was in doubt, and now I look like a fucking... <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't keep doing the same amount of news and nonsense. I gotta. I gotta throw it in there. You gotta, yeah, I gotta mix it up. Three nonsenses. That's that's tricky right there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just have more fun making up stupid shit, <laughs> which is why I did that. Is, do you find it easier to find headlines or to make them yourself? Write them. Yeah, it's it's yeah. been really hard to find some of these headlines. I mean, the bird one I found last week was scrambling. I, I had to fucking like dig through like news articles for three years before I found one that was semi-entertaining. The rest are all like, these bird populations are dying. I'm like, that's depressing. <laughs> you know what else is uh, semi-entertaining? CB radio. Oh, God. Jared, end the stream. Go Cody, ahead you, you gotta get back on stage, man. You, you, you <laughs> gotta get back out there. I'm done here. You guys go ahead. <laughs> Turn that off. <laughs> Oof, that was good. That's how you talk to the boys when you're on the road. Boys. <laughs> if you have the SoCo bingo card, cross off boys. Right <laughs> cross off boys. Also, while you're while you're working on your SoCo bingo card, because we just haven't hit this in a while, and frankly, I'm feeling a little bit lazy, uh, so I don't want to have to come up with a way to ease it in nicely, so I just need to play this one. Yes! We need to go to space! It, it just had been a while. I, I, I was going to say, we need to hit that one in this show, but I, I didn't know if you were going to, you know, yeah. naturally let it flow or not. I think there's one more I, I need to play. It's a, it's a famous is Jared there? quote. Oh, which, wait, is it this one? I really like feet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we literally have so many Jared sounders that I didn't know which one you were talking about. I didn't know if it was this one. Waka waka. Or this one. What? Or this one. Guys, it's on my job movies of the year. Or this one. Uh, mommy. <laughs> or this one. At Jared Buckendall. <laughs> or this one. I really like you, that one. you didn't you didn't get the Beat City one from last week though. No, I didn't get the beat. Oh, I pulled the audio out. I just didn't put it on the board. I forgot about the beat, the beat man. Oh, yeah, shit. the beat man. He's the beat man. Ooh. Oh, man. I, man, I, man. It, I feel like it looks like I'm obsessed with you. Wow. That's a lot of Jared Sounders. Oof. Yeah, you guys got to start that. saying more memorable shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I mean, Seth has said some pretty memorable stuff. We had, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Oh 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 the uh, <laughs> Some good stuff, right? that's that's when I forget the words to write stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that actually was on the radio oh, this morning, really really randomly. See? Okay, NPA NPA just brought up a, a debate that we had last week. I don't know if I kept this in in the show or not, but this sounder. What? Jared and I think that that's Jared, but we can't remember making it. And NPA says it sounds like Seth, and Seth thinks that it's him. 
I have no I, idea. Do I you, think it's me. I, I, I think, do too, but I don't. I think I Jeff, said it the first the first time that you did that. Uh, did the ad for Room Fifty Six? I think I did that. What? And then I think what? you. What? What? I can't do it. What? Now. What? <laughs> it might be. Now, I'm it thinking might. about it too much, and now I think it might be Seth. I don't know. What? Oh man, I'm sure I can find out. What? What? <laughs> oh, we gotta stop doing that. Is, this one is definitely Seth. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh-uh. maybe my favorite one. That's Jill says it's Jared. I remember the episode. Oh, see? Yeah, that's what I like. That's Jill, you are a SoCo historian, and we appreciate your memory and your dedication to the podcast. I'm pretty sure that Kyle has the the actual reasoning, though. Oh, yeah, because of Seth's giant nuts. That's That's the problem, Kyle, is I sat down on them. They're huge. I will will say this. Seth does have balls, but if you tell Seth he can't get that high, he will prove you wrong. I promise you that. (laughs) He can get that eye. Oh my gosh. I saw, yeah, Jennifer, you're, you're on to a good point here. I, I need to really mitigate my Jared uh, recording stuff because I am going to end up in the shower listening to you. What's the uh, seven days a week? Nasty ass freak, whatever the wet ass pussy. Isn't that what you sing in the shower? What ass poopy? Yeah, I'm a real beat man in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jared stomping down his his shower babies. Oh, no. Doing a little waffle stomp. Oh. (laughs) Why do people listen to this show? That's a really good question. Comment over here why the fuck you listen to this. Uh, Let us know. (laughs) Let us know. Beat man and C man. (laughs) (laughs) Highlight that comment, Jared. (laughs) Do you know? Do you know that I I just have this strong feeling, and and this is gonna sound like I'm being a cock, but I'm not. I'm not saying I have the skills to become a famous rapper at all, but I am saying that if I name myself C man. I promise you that will get a million streams because that's then I will have to be C-Man forever and that would be the punishment I deserve. So I mean it'll it'll essentially you'll be a little dicky but like a a branch of it essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I say you do it. I'm going to end up being C-Man. That's going to be my <laughs> fucking <day. laughs> People are going to see me in You the started screen. you C-Man. started as C-Man and now you are C-Man. <laughs> full circle i can imagine you being called in to your boss they sit you down they're like is this you and they slide over like your profile picker or whatever as c-man and they're like we can't have c-man signing loans for our business you know what if you ever do a live concert you should like dress up as normal but then have like a little white tail hanging on the back of you like a little (laughs) c-man God, that's awful. <laughs> See, okay. See, Seth, that means Kyle says that means Seth, you're going to be ass tuba. And you're <laughs> <laughs> you just have to come in really low all the time. Ass tuba on the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ass tuba on the track. Oh my God. Wow. You know what's going to be, what's going to suck about that is people are going to think that all of my songs are about people who masturbate at NASCAR races <laughs> because. <laughs> 
I'm gonna jump on a song and I'm gonna go semen on the track, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that one felt like a stretch. I'm glad oh, Jerry liked that one. <laughs> no, I, I I saw the connections. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, NPA, please have mercy on me whenever you do release that. Um, but uh, big shouts. I think that was what well, that was I100's idea, right? Yep. Seaman. So uh, I'm not going to give you any of my millions that I'm about to make for my rap career, but I will credit you in my albums. So big, big thanks for the rap name. Oh, man, that was a hearty laugh. Uh, we're having fun. Where are we at in the show? I have no fucking clue. We're still in uh, uh, one more thing. Nonsense. We're still in we're nonsense. one more been thing. About, it's been like half an hour since news or nonsense. Let's get out of here. <laughs> news or nonsense. News or nonsense. So Dan made a comment earlier about how, Jared, you were laughing at that, and he thought, oh, you hadn't heard the sounder yet. But we hear it, we've heard it for several weeks, and it just makes us all laugh all the time. I, mm-hmm. Something about the way Donnie Thornberry's doing his thing is just uh, it's pretty out of control. There's a – somewhere – when I was finding that Donnie Thornberry clip, actually, do you know the song um, Look At Me Now with um, Busta Rhymes and Chris Brown and Lil Wayne? And Busta Rhymes has that – um, <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I've seen uh, Buster Rams has this really fast, uh, really fast verse. Um, what's the fucking opening? Let's go. I think that was a oh vine gosh, back in the day. It. What you're talking about? But it has this. It's like every time I said it, every time I come in, I gotta sit it. Then I gotta go, and then I gotta get it. Then I gotta blow it. It's really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the video goes. It has the start of his track, and it's like doom, 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 shit, doom. Let's go. And then it's just Donnie Thornberry going, yeah. <laughs> and actually, I think the vine that I remember seeing was he starts rapping. It starts doing going into that, and then because of how fast it goes, it turns into it turns into him. turns into Donnie. Oh, that's yeah. fucking good. That's fucking good, man. Donnie Thornberry, shouts out. Probably the greatest lap rapper, greatest lapper alive. Donnie Thornberry, greatest lapper alive, man. All right, let's keep it rolling here. What do we got? We did news or nonsense. Let's talk about our weeks. Uh, let's talk about what's going on for us in our lives. This is going to be the, the segment called What Did You? All righty. Um, we only got what, what, one, what did you do this weekend? It was kind of a big one though. Um, Seth and I took a little trip and went to Colorado, had a little, uh, mountain vacation. Very romantic. No, it, I'm just kidding. We weren't alone. On Valentine's um, Day. Oh, we were, uh, we were with a group of, uh, a group of fellow dub H'ers, um, some friends from our past and we got together for, um, what was a secret engagement? Uh, so one of our friends, Anna Swanson, who is an anchor wanker, uh, I don't see her wanker. in the chat tonight, but Big shouts out to Anna Swanson and her fiance now, Tom Martin, who is also an anchor wanker. Wanka. So this is I'm I'm gonna take partial credit for this uh this marriage and say that it's the first ever SoCo marriage that we're gonna have. Um I know that all started way before the SoCo show, but uh we're gonna take credit for that. So big shouts out to our friends Anna and Tom <laughs> on their engagement. And uh we had a pretty fun time. We got together, we watched WandaVision, we had a shitload of food and drinks. We were in uh, this secluded cabin. We had no cell service for like two days, which was insane, um, but also nice in that way. Like when you when you are disconnected and it stresses you out for a little bit, but then eventually you're like, oh, so I, I don't have to do anything. And so it was really relaxing and, and really nice, uh, but it was also really fucking cold and <laughs> it was snowy. And so we pretty much spent all our time in the cabin, which was really nice. It's just good to have a getaway. 
Um, you know, it's, it, they're fewer and further between now um, since COVID is a thing. But uh, I thought, Seth, what did you, I had a pretty well, nice weekend. Did you enjoy the cabin? Oh, I had a great time. But I, I have something I want to ask Jared here. Um, Uh-oh. So this this house had a bunch of rooms, right? And there was enough rooms for all the couples and then Bunk Cody beds. and I to sleep in separate rooms, right? So let me ask you this question, Jared. You know, you, you have a friend of a best friend of 20 years. You know, you used to live together, spend all this time together, and you just happen to stay in a place with bunk beds, like you said, right? Hell yeah, man. Wouldn't you think, you know, that we've never slept in bunk beds before. This is a new new never. territory for, our, for our, our, our friendship, and Cody decides that he's going to sleep in a different room. He's going to go sleep in a, a, a different room entirely, feet, feet away from me. What do you think about that, Jared? Well, okay, was the conversation of like, hey man, let's step brothers it. Like, let's let's bunk no. bed it up. I said I said which one do you want? I preemptively went in there and said, okay. which one do you want? Do you want top or bottom? And he said, fuck you, Seth. I'm sleeping in a different room. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I I see two different things. One, he should have done it because you yeah. know, friends forever, you know, yeah. new territory. He moved like away. Yeah, he yeah. moved away from me. Yeah. It's a nice and he body. Won't even stay in, he won't even stay in the in the same bunk bed. Like I imagine, you top. know, it's like late, and one of you's like, "Hey, you still awake?" And then you guys, you know, you're yeah, yeah, like, "Hey, what's <laughs> up?" And you guys are talking like that. And then um, we sing Africa by Toto. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's <laughs> that's how any vacation in a log cabin in uh, the Rocky Mountains goes. But also, I see it another way where Cody's like, "Hey, it's vacation. I need like this is me away from." everything and everyone i need space so i can see both it was definitely that one and honestly too seth i just wanted to slap the hell out of my putt all weekend (laughs) (laughs) nice he's a great man (laughs) no um, oh yeah there was i was doing a lot of rap and there was c-man everywhere oh no it was amazing Um, oh gosh! Wait, so okay, Kyle I'm just curious. I, out a dark, dark truth. I think I think I missed it. Who was taking the top and who was taking the bottom? I mean, I gave him the option. I thought I was uh, being courteous, okay, okay, and he okay. said no. Wait, okay, so then he went to a different room. Did you uh-huh. stay in the bunk bed room then? No, the bunk bed room also had a giant bed in it too. Um, so I slept in yeah. the giant bed. Oh. Which you these forgot beds, to mention, we each slept in king size beds instead. Yeah, like we were really like, more comfortable. <laughs> and the beds were like four foot tall. So there was a point when I Whoa. I. The first night we were there, I uh, had to go to the bathroom, and I came back in, and, like, norm- with normal beds, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to plop right down in, right? Like, if I were to do that, I would get rejected by the side of the bed and fall to the ground. So I, like, took my hands on the the edge of the bed and did, like, a knee jump onto it. Like, I had to leap yeah. onto it. Was there it. a ladder? <laughs> there should have been. I stood in the hallway, and I... I traced my steps and I did 12 <laughs> paces and I high jumped. Into the bed. It, it was, was weird awesome. too, because when he did it, like he actually ended up under the blankets. They like kind of just wrapped around. It was pretty impressive. He was like Dr. Strange with the cloak. Yep. Okay. So clearly we, we your vacation, it, but we had no service. So. so your, your vacation, you guys messed up with bunk beds. What else did you guys do? Honestly, not much. Like we just hung out, watched TV, mm-hmm. listened to music, you know, got shit faced, ate food. I I was more bloated than I've ever been in my life by the end of the trip. We had a lot of cheese and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been preparing for this last year by uh, by the amount of bags of cheese balls I've eaten. So, 
Oh man, I we we do need to shout out this NPA comment because we were just talking about how nice it was to be in a cold cabin with no cell service, <laughs> and that that was that was insensitive for sure. Uh, NPA and Jill definitely living that out in a negative way. And then he's um, like, "Yeah, you could just ignore me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have. Dan says he's going to be in co this weekend. Uh, I did not consent to that, so I don't know. What's <laughs> <laughs> up? But I'm open to all all comers. <laughs> oh my, oh my, oh Mike. Uh, Kyle's here pointing out a dark, dark truth. Uh, thirty thirty is is lingering over my shoulder, um, and I may have missed my bunk bed years. I'm sorry to say, Seth. Um, we 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 only have but a few months to to get this bunk bed in before we were too old for them. That's well, that's Kyle's point of view. You fucked it up. I did fuck it up. Mm-hmm. I did fuck it up. I mean, I'm assuming you've you've slept in a bunk bed before, mm-hmm. though, right? I've had one. I've had two. I've had multiple bunk beds. Seth used to have one, but it didn't have, it didn't have a lower bunk for at least as f- much I can remember. There was one with a futon, and then one with a oh, okay, with a, yeah. which is like a little workstation underneath that had like a well, little desk and stuff. I guess yeah. College was that way, where it's like your desk was under your uh, bunk bed. Yeah. In uh, the dorms and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. Boy, oh boy. Yep. Better than sleeping on a Joey futon all the time. Um, let's see here. Oh, the other thing I was going to talk about. I had, so we're coming home from this trip. And um, I didn't have cell service, right, for the longest time. And we're, ba- we're like, the morning we're leaving, I have no service. But I somehow still get a notification sneaks in through the cyberspace and um it tells me that my flight home has been canceled and that's because i was going to fly from denver to seattle back down to oregon and um seattle and also portland had heavy snow over last weekend and so they had shut down the airports and so i had no way to get home and no way to get on my cell phone and fix that i couldn't call anybody i couldn't get on the app and so i (laughs) I had to go to the, I went to the airport with no plane ticket, which was a new experience for me. And I went up, basically I felt like a person from before the internet age. I had to go to the airport to buy buy a plane ticket. I would like one ticket, please. Yeah, that's exactly, I was like, hey, can you get me to Oregon today? I hope, please. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got to work tomorrow. (laughs) And uh, they did, they were awesome. They, They rescheduled me. But I had to spend seven hours in the Denver airport because of that, because I didn't, you know, that was when the flight came, Um, which like I know people spend long times in airports, but uh, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a what's the word I want? I'm sensitive. So I uh, I needed to be treated in a cushy way during my seven hour stay. So I paid to get into the the United Airlines lounge that they have. Yeah. Hanging with Ted Cruz. I will just say, oh, that's a really good point, NPA. We should have done this as Salty Cat. Fuck, you're mm-hmm. right. Um, well, where I got unsalted um, was <laughs> when I got to <laughs> when I got to the United Airlines uh, lounge. I was very much unsalted because so I paid. I'll just tell you guys, it was sixty dollars to get into the lounge, and you can be in there as long as you want during the day. But they had free drinks. Um, if you got like Coors Light and Budweiser, it was free. And then you could pay for other shit. Um, so there were the drinks for free, unlimited. Oh, that's worth and, it. And 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, if the drinks are complimentary, then I can drink $60 worth in these six hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. NPA with the comment. That's going to be the title. NPA just named the show. Shouts out to you. That's the show. Unsalted Seaman. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Seaman light. All the taste, none of the calories. Oh, no. God. Why do we do live I, shows? Why? <laughs> I got a feeling that's not going away anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, you have to be C-Man now. There's no other if hands it's or buts about it. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like Art's been in, in the uh, United Lounge in the Denver airport. It's just really cool. You get more space. There's more plugins. Everyone can kind of spread out. I watched a few hours of stand-up uh, and just kind of hung out. Got a little bit drunk off some Coors Lights. Uh, it was a pretty nice experience. So the whole point of that was to say, if you ever find yourself stuck at the Denver airport for seven hours or more, it's, I think, a recommendation or, to spend $60 on the Delta Airlines, or sorry, the United Airlines lounge uh, and spend your time there. I think a lot of the big airports have them too, because I did actually see that when I mentioned Ted Cruz, he was in a, in a United lounge uh, for a little bit before his flight the other day. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, man. So that, me, and, me and Ted Cruz just hanging out in the United Lounge. Yeah. So do you just, and do you just go up and be like, "Hey, I would like access to the lounge." You buy it through their app. So okay. what that was cool about it, I'll tell you this: the um, so you bought the the ticket in the app, and if you like, if you fly a bunch and you have enough miles, you can just get in for free. But um, uh, I don't, so mm-hmm. I paid to get it. And so you pay to get it ahead of time. And then you walk in and there's these like opaque doors that open. Like you can't even see into this thing if you're not in it. So it opens up, you go in and there's a little reception area and you have like a QR code on your phone that you boop and you go in. <laughs> but I don't think when you boop, I don't think it tells you that, um, this is what it sounds like. And then, um, I don't think it tells them that you that you just paid to get in here for one day because as soon as you boop it, they start treating you like fucking royalty. I got called Mr. Michael like 40 times. And by the way, I'm here for that shit. That makes me feel good and I like it. And um, so they start – Mr. Michael. The second you walk in, they think like, ooh, we got to make sure and take care of Mr. Michael. And I was in like <laughs> <that answer. laughs> Wow. Wow. It was a pretty special day. It's a pretty special day. Huh. Got a little drunk, watched some Dave Chappelle on Netflix. No I'm, you know what? It was a the, long day, but the thing is, I'm I wouldn't say I'm surprised. Like I would not have thought about that. I would have just been like, oh, I'm just a sitting in a bullshit wherever where everyone else is for eight hours. I would have never thought to be like, go to the lounge. Yeah. Signs are they want you to know the lounge is there. So mm. I th- I think I just saw it and was like, oh fuck, I could go there. And then it ended up working out well. So Big recommends uh, cabin getaway cabin getaways with no cell service. Only recommended if you have heat. Um, but United Airlines Club in Denver, big recommend. Thumbs up from the co-host. Um, so check that out if you're ever over there. I like it. I don't think we did anything this week. Clearly, we didn't do much if getting into the airline lounge was the highlight of my week. <laughs> so that's going to wrap us up for what did you All right. I'm very excited to get into this next segment. Um, we're going to get into uh, – we're going to take a look at a trailer, and we want to know what you think of it. What do you So 
I've been looking forward to <laughs> this oh, man. all day. Zach Efron is is up in the top left corner. <laughs> it's the so host, the co-host, and Zach Efron here. Actually, the new haircut, you are rocking a little bit of a swoop. I think if you flipped yourself horizontally, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> That's a little uh, graphic design editing <laughs> yeah, uh, joke yeah. there. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Yeah, Actually, this way it's probably better because you won't get copyrighted for looking like, uh, like Zac Efron. Your video won't get pulled. Going. Seth, I think you, if you rocked a middle part, I think yeah. that would be yeah. I think that would be the thing. It would look like I like, like I have the letter U on my head if I did the middle part. <laughs> you should have a U in your head? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I did. Shaved it in. I should did. Man. Um, God shaved it. Well, we got <laughs> we to gotta get into this segment. And I, I got to tell you, I've been looking forward to this all day. Um, we had a new trailer drop for an upcoming film. This is There's a Mortal Kombat film that is going to be released in a couple months in April, I believe. And we, um, we've been looking forward to this, but kind of, um, I would say, in a cautiously optimistic way where it's like, you know, Mortal Kombat could be really cool. We hope it's good. But everything Mortal Kombat that they've done so far kind of stinks, so we'll see how this goes. So they dropped the trailer today, and um, I was really excited about the trailer. Um, I went and watched your reaction video, Jared, right here on J-Buck Studios, right here on YouTube. At Jared Buckendall. And it looked like you were pretty stoked about the trailer, too. Um, we're going to get into, we're going to talk a little bit in more detail about the trailer in a second. Uh, but Jared, your general thoughts on the Mortal Kombat trailer that dropped today. Well, uh, one, I was, I wouldn't say I was a little salty, but uh, someone, I guess, leaked the trailer early. I had an alarm set for, you know, to set all of this up. It was supposed to be 11 o'clock. I guess it was 10 o'clock. But this trailer, <clears throat> it was pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. It's what the games have become is what the movie looks to be. And I was like, okay, are a series gonna... of fights? Yes, there we go. That's it. Next segment. Next segment. Because um, didn't the original Mortal Kombat movie have a story at least? Because I think some people like the first Mortal Kombat. And I think after that they were bad, right? I think well, there's yeah. fans of. I think there's two, and I think there's fans of each of them. But like, it's it, it, that doesn't make it a great movie. That's the thing. It's like yeah. it, it kind of stinks, but it has a cult following. I mean, yeah, yeah. I would say definitely a cult following. I mean, awesome theme song for the time and everything. I mean, it's what top three top five people say it is the best video game movie so far i think this new one probably has got this one beat so far depending on what we're gonna get um i guess i don't i don't know how much to say and how much not to say before we get into this segment cody i i, I will say overall I, I i liked it tell me the trailer you tell want me, me about it's fucking it. fire. yeah so we're gonna explain this trailer to you so the obviously this is just a trailer so i don't think these are going to count as movie spoilers. But if you don't want to have the, the trailer spoiled, I would say maybe, you know, mute us for a little bit until you see Zac Efron go away um, or skip ahead in the <laughs> podcast. Cause we're going to, we're going to talk about some, I think specific stuff about the trailer. So if you don't want to know anything about mortal Kombat, be <laughs> warned. This is your, um, this is your spoiler warning. I think we've got a, do we have a sounder for this? Yeah. S P O I L spoil. You ruined it, and I'm leaving. Okay, Jared, why don't you, you always do such a good job of, of describing stuff? You you tell Seth from your standpoint some of your favorite bits of the trailer. All right, so this trailer opens up, 
and it's a voiceover, and it's like, something, 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 Mortal Kombat. Someone has superpowers. And the instant I knew, well, actually, the very beginning, it's a Red Band trailer, so I'm Uh-oh. like, ooh, we're gonna see, we're gonna see some shit. Um, Ew. And, yeah, exactly, some poopy dupes. <laughs> uh, the first bit that sold me was Jax runs into this mysterious ninja. It's obviously Sub-Zero. Freezes a bullet coming out of his gun, like the muzzle blast. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then he like grabs his two arms. And I'm like, what's he going to do? Freezes Jax's arms. Fucking rips him off. <laughs> the guy has no <laughs> arms. And I was like, okay, Steve Harvey has got to get his mechanical arms now at some point. But that is like the first this, 10 seconds of the trailer. 10 seconds into the trailer, he's... And when I tell you this fucking frozen bullet thing, I swear to God, it might be one of the coolest fucking effect shots I have ever seen in my life. It is fucking metal. Mm-hmm. And it happens in this like really cool slow-mo and the bullet tries to come out of the gun, but he but freezes like- it as it does, but he never moves. So it freezes when it's like here on him. And that's the first... And immediately you're like... And I Sub Zero is my favorite um, okay. Mortal Kombat tra- uh, character, and so immediately I was like, "We're getting Sub Zero, yes!" And then they showed him be a complete fucking badass immediately, and I was like, "In, done, sold." I'm like yelling, I'm like, "Yeah, fucking Sub Zero!" And that's not even. I think there's even more badassery to come from Sub Zero later yeah. on in this trailer. So that's my interjection, Jerry. Do we know the full cast of characters that are going to be in this yet? Yeah, well, they they released all of the character posters over the last 24 hours. So I want to say it was uh it was uh oh shit, I'd have to look it up. It's it's Scorpion, it's Sub-Zero, it's okay. Melina, it's uh Sonya Blade, it's Jax, it's Liu Kang, it's Raiden. Uh, Raiden. Okay. Um that's a new character. Four arms. Uh, Goro's in there in the trailer. Okay, that was um, my other one. The girl, the girl with the mouth that yep, that's opens Melina. Melina. Yeah. Um, there's a new character that they added. Essentially, he's supposed to probably be the uh, audience going along on this trip. Um, basically, like the clueless person in the story. I guess mm-hmm. his name's Cole Young. Probably could have okay. done a better name you know better better choice of name i guess but he is i guess a new character that they made specifically for the movie but everyone else that's pretty much in these games is in the movie the one that a lot of people were uh questioning was uh who's the blue blue girl because melina is the pink one it's chun chun li is mm-hmm. that one is that or from is that street, street fighter, fighter? Is, yeah that's chun fighter. a street fighter i think yeah. okay yeah. never mind then. um but yeah Ooh, they, Kyle points out i i don't think we got johnny cage in this. I think he Correct. was one of the standouts that were missing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we got, uh, yeah, we didn't see him in the trailer or uh, a character poster. But the thing is, when they re- started releasing these character posters, I was like, damn, these character designs look like the, the game. updated ones, like yeah. from the newer games and everything, which I thought was really cool. Um, I guess getting more into the trailer, it does showcase all of the characters getting some sort of moment in the trailer. But basically, doesn't really even spell out the plot. Basically, it's like, hey, you're probably born. He had like a birthmark, aka it's a scar of the logo on him. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to go fight, probably. Who the so, new guy? Yeah, the new guy. Mm-hmm. What um, if he ends up being um, Johnny Cage or something? It, it, exactly. He could. He could turn in to yeah. be someone. Like mm-hmm. right now, there no one really knows what this character is all about and whatnot. Um, 
but it's them going on some journey, probably save the world, fighting and whatnot. But the the fight situations or the fight choreography, the arenas and whatnot that we have seen feel like the new games. Like it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're in a warehouse. Now go and use environment, use skills and whatnot. And Cody, I know that you want to talk about this because you said Sub Zero is your is your man. Should we talk about that end part? What, what he does? Because I I was like, holy like during my trailer reaction, I yelled it because it was it was, <laughs> was what the too. new game is. It's like, you know, doing Honestly, the combo. I had- I got so excited that I had a tear, and and it was that's weird. Like <laughs> I know that you also said so you were excited. pooping during, so it could have been. I was on the toilet. I was on the toilet when I watched <laughs> those taco yes, turds. I was on the toilet. Yeah, I, I sat on the toilet because I was like, I might piss myself, and I want to make sure that it's a safe place to do so. And I'm glad that I did because, as Jared said, there's the opening with Sub Zero. Then there's like the story where they introduce the new character. They say you're probably going to be fighting in this thing. And then they show all the different characters and some of their things. Jax gets his metal arms, which look completely fucking badass. Yeah. Um, after he got his other ones ripped off. And then um, the end, the last shot before the title screen of the trailer, there's a fight between Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Uh-oh. And they're fucking fighting. Sub-Zero does this move where he somehow cuts Scorpion and there's uh blood shoots up into the air he goes and freezes the blood into a dagger <laughs> grabs it out of the air and fucking stabs scorpion with the dagger of and then his he grabs own blood him throws him yep. with the he throws him through this ice wall which is fucking awesome and i'm just like when he <laughs> <laughs> When he freezes the blood and grabs it, I lost my fucking mind. I, was like, <laughs> I, was, I will buy 10 tickets to this movie. And he throws him through the wall and then Scorpion gets up, fucking does some Kung Fu moves, shoots him out. And then you get in the trailer, you get the fucking get over here and yeah. fucking yanks yep. him. And then it goes to the title screen. And uh, then I, I don't know what all happens after the title screen, Jared, it's, but I know it's just it's like three seconds of pure fan service. After, yeah, after yeah. The- Basically, that portion is what people wanted to see the updated video game stuff where it's like, you know, you do the x-ray moves, you do the combo stuff where it's like you're doing these crazy things. I'm surprised that they didn't, you know, do x-ray stuff. I don't know if they'll go that crazy with the special effects and whatnot. But then that last like three seconds of the trailer is just Mo- like a the quickest montage of pretty much every character you want to see doing what that care you want that character to see where it's like you know Melina is licking off her uh uh size uh uh Kano with the eyeball like lasering someone like it it's this movie ever whatever your character is in the game they're probably going to have a moment that you're going to be able to root for them so Mm-hmm. I think that, again, who knows if it's going to be amazing. This is going to be a fun movie. That's what I think this mm-hmm. is going to be. 100%. You oh, even I... get at the end, you get the announcer going, finish him. Yep. And that's when I was already riding high off the fucking blood knife. And then when he said finish him, I, I was finished. That was it. It's Again, it was a good thing I was sitting on the toilet. Yeah, I'm so, sure I'll see that trailer when I go to the movies this weekend. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, um, I, Sounds awesome. The characters, I'm going to try to say them again. Uh, uh, Scorpion, Jax, Raiden, Liu Kang, uh, Sonya Blade, Shang Tsung, 
Shang Chi, um, Cole Young, Kung Lao, Molina, Kano, Sub Zero. There we go. So I guess if I didn't say one, actually they did show a few other ones in there. It looked like Smoke was one of the ninjas that was going to be in there yeah. too. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm curious what they're going to do with this one. If it's going to potentially set up a bigger universe. If we're going to have you know weird obscure characters from the video games pop up or be mentioned. Uh, again, we didn't get a poster for him, but Goro is fucking in it. <laughs> Goro is entirely CGI. I, I would say I like that Goro is there, but he would be the low point of the trailer for me because he 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 sticks out. I see. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they do a little tweaking with him. Um, I'm tweaking, but uh, yeah, NPA and Kyle jumped on the the Seaman uh, <laughs> finishing joke. Uh, so Seaman, like I said, not going away anytime soon. Seth, have we sold you on Mortal Kombat? Do you think has is our excitement contagious? Are you stoked to watch this trailer in the theater? I'm so jealous you'll get to see it in the theater. Yeah, when's it come out? April, April sixteenth. Oh, I want to say. That's not too far. Well, and that's um, the thing is, uh, sorry to cut you off, but no, like fine. that's kind of the way th- things have been recently, where. We're not getting trailers eight, nine months in advance. We're getting it one or two. And honestly, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't mm-hmm. tell me anything and then boom, here you go. And it's like, oh, shit, this comes out next week? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, uh, I saw the posters, like, just briefly scrolling through Twitter. And like you said, Jared, it looks like the new games. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. They're like, they're doing it. Seems like they're doing it justice compared to the game. So that'll please a lot of the fans. Uh, like what Mr. I-100 says there. Um fans of the game just want to see the crazy blood gore fighting and all that stuff um and i agree with that i think that's what what fans want to see and and especially nowadays and and i mean even so more so with the pandemic is that you have so much stuff to watch that if you can find a you know a a good core of people to watch your stuff like stuff's going to keep getting more and more diverse so if you can i mean fan service it has a negative connotation but i think that especially now you're gonna have to start doing that and i think yep. if you can serve the fans this fans excitement's gonna grow and yeah there won't be a plot to this thing or at least a good one probably if there is one it's gonna be probably very simple and stupid but as long as it's got great fighting and great you know action and and mm-hmm. blood and gore and all that stuff people are gonna love it um and again talking about the pandemic i don't think we've had a lot of that um with, with the movies we've seen a lot of the movies we've seen are have been on smaller scale and uh, haven't been too much action or unless it's a Liam Neeson movie, that's about the only action you're getting. <laughs> so um, I think that this will be welcomed for people who can go back to the theater um, and for people who just want to see a, a video game movie done justice uh, mm-hmm. in terms of what you played and, and felt, I guess, growing up watching or playing those games. Which, mm-hmm. you, I mean, what you had just said there where, you know, a lot of these movies recently, like what, six seven months have been kind of smaller budget borderline indie nothing too mm-hmm. uh ambitious i think that these movies that are again coming out on hbo max very accessible to people at home but i'm gonna want to go see these like I, kong versus godzilla i want to see them beat each other up on the big screen mm-hmm. i want to see yeah. scorpion blood stab someone on the big screen so like these movies are going to attract me back to the movie theater does do you know who is putting out mortal kombat Warner Brothers and HBO. Oh, so will that be on HBO Max? Yep. Is that oh, wow. Oh, yep. shit. Wow. Okay. Yep. So they, be in the theater, too. They, yeah, they had, they had Wonder Woman, then Little Things, and then Tom and Jerry, and then their next few are uh, 
Godzilla Judas versus too. Kong. Oh, Judas, I forgot that one. Con- Godzilla versus Kong and Mortal Kombat. So they have, and then later this year, Matrix Four. So they yeah. they have a lot. Again, if you're not on HBO Max, this might be the year just to try it. What do we need to say to get you? On? Yeah. We're not paid by HBO Max, no. by the way. I pay for HBO Max, but we're not. Uh, we're, there's not a sponsorship. That would be a fucking killer sponsorship, but um, we don't have it yet. Um, I think I think Endgame pretty much kicked the door open to fans because that's all that was, and it, there was some substance there. I, I, I don't deny that, but yeah. Fan service is no longer a bad thing, I think. And and I'm honestly I'm for it. Like I think it's easy for us and and even on this show, we've been I, I've been pretentious about like fucking Captain Marvel in the past. But ultimately there are movies and shows like this where we just want to see some fucking cool stuff happen. I think about John Wick. I don't think many people can probably tell you the plot of John Wick other than the, that the dog dies. And that's in the sure? first Seth, Seth can. Yeah. You want a synopsis? <laughs> and so, People just want to see, you know, cool fights. And uh, if you can, you know, string them together in a way that makes a decent amount of sense for 90 minutes, I think this Mortal Kombat thing could be very good. Um, I also think, too, and tell me tell me if you guys think this, the Godzilla versus Kong, I, mm-hmm. I don't think is a movie I would have been excited for, but I'm very starved for blockbusters. So I feel like I'm more excited than I would have been had there never been the COVID break. Would do you guys agree, or do you think you would have been stoked for Godzilla and Kong anyway? I, I'll see it. <laughs> I I can kind of see where you're coming from because yeah, I am ready to see action, like something crazy on the big screen. But also the timing of it. I think that you know, tradi- I I think the schedule of movie releases is wacko for the next five years. Like usually January, February, nothing. Middle of March was when we were getting good stuff where, you know, this is coming out in March. I think that it still kind of hit a little bit of like, oh, we, you know, these small budget Liam Neeson movies and these, these horror movies that are falling. Like, or the pandemic. Yeah. Like those movies were always those months and then March kicks it up. So I think I'm a little bit more excited because again, we've been starved, but I think that I'd be excited either way. Um. I don't know if this has been brought up at all, um, like online, but so with with Warner Brothers, HBO, all that putting out Mortal Kombat, if that does well, and they've done this in the video games, do you think they'd cross over some like DC characters? People have been theorizing that DC Mortal Kombat because it, Injustice wasn't that what it was called? Well, no. Uh, yeah, they did put some. They put a couple of. I think DLC. You could put, get get Sub Zero and Scorpion, but I think there was a game. There was yeah, a there full was an game. actual game where yeah. it was, I don't know what it was called though. Injustice was the strictly video game one where, or strictly superhero one where it was like a story about Superman going evil. Yeah, which I think that'd be a dope movie too. Um, mm-hmm. But there was a what? full game that was DC versus Mortal Kombat. Okay, it was just yeah. DC. Okay. Yeah, I mean because there's there's Marvel versus Capcom is the uh, other one. Yeah, and that's Street Fighter. Kyle points out in Street Fighter. I actually like the game Street Fighter better than Mortal Kombat, like Kyle says. But I I don't think it lends itself to a very good movie like Mortal Kombat does. But if Mortal Kombat and DC crossed over and we could see fucking Sub Zero going toe to toe with Batfleck, I fuck, I'd watch that. The the thing is, again, that would be one. 100% fan service yeah. but would make a shit ton of money. And it, they would have yeah. the only precursor to that is that I think the Mortal Kombat like they'd have to do two good Mortal Kombat movies, I think. 
Um, once they do that and set up like, okay, people love or, are loving these movies and are going to them. All right, let's go ahead and throw in a Batman or a Superman or even just throw in a like a B level character or a C level character. Throw like Swamp Thing in or something like that. Um, you know, just just to fight fight these crazy like fight a Sub Zero or whatever. Mister Freeze, throw Mister Freeze in there oh, man. against Sub Zero. Dude, that oh Mister Freeze uh, and Sub Zero, get out of here. Have that like all the DC awesome. alternatives to mm-hmm. to all the the characters. Like you know how everyone says Endgame is the most ambitious crossover that. <laughs> would be the most ambitious of bringing Mortal Kombat into DC and then like, like, whew, that'd be cuckoo that kachu, be... my friends. Jared, I'm going to need you to pull up uh, Dan's most recent comment here so I can give him a rim shot because Robert Battinson is, uh, I-, I had not heard that yet. I-, I don't know if that was already out there or not, but that's the first time I'm hearing it. And if he went up against Sub-Zero, I would definitely be here for that. So mm-hmm. Robert Battinson, um, yeah, I 100 is pointing out. So with, uh, with the lack of blockbusters, the Disney plus series, one of the things that we heard this last week was that WandaVision is the most watched show on the planet right now. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's because, you know, it has the budget, it has the excitement, it has the fan base of a blockbuster while being a show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it's pretty unique in that way. And obviously people are responding to it. It's also a dope show, yeah. but I think, I think part of that is due to the blockbuster starvation that we have. Um, yeah. So I do think that was that was an effect. Blockbuster or just general starvation of Marvel content, because it's been yeah. over a year, year and a half, really, um, since we've had a Marvel product. Um, so, and I think people have been missing that whole world. And that's, I think that's more of a testament to what they've built and how they've done it over time and yeah. made everyone invested. Well, um, and again, no, no spoilers for WandaVision, obviously, but the way that they have crafted it, it's, it's prime to own headlines for seven days until the next one comes out and then mm-hmm. own the headlines for seven days. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, on TikTok, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, my whole for you page is people speculating WandaVision. Yeah. That's insane because that's seen by, millions upon millions of people you know what's funny too is i because wandavision's been so good and i love all the interconnectivity and all that stuff that's been happening um i've even gone back to finish out the last seasons of season of agents of shield i hadn't finished that i was only Mm -hmm. a few episodes into the last season so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna go in and watch that and even that there's like little easter eggs like they they go back and they jump through time in the last season and they end up uh, in the 70s i believe um at a shield base and the costumes they're wearing are the costumes from the the comic books like the mm. like the blue and white striped ones and all that stuff so like they, even they like they were throwing in a lot of little easter eggs i'm like oh, okay this is fun man i like it yeah there's a lot of excitement i feel like in general we you know with vaccine rolling out it looks like there's an end to you know this whole thing that we're in now and so getting back and just opening the spigot back up on some of these properties and some of this these movies and things that we're all excited about is just I, I'm really looking forward to as hard as the last year has been. I think the next year could be a lot of fun because we're going to get a lot of the stuff that was stopped up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how the schedules get affected. Um, yeah. Mr. I 100 points out a good thing about uh, WandaVision. Three episodes left. 
and a lot of questions still to answer. So, um, you know, uh, if, if you're here on JBuck Studios, make sure you subscribe uh, here on the YouTube page so that you can get Jared's uh, reactions. He's, he's staying up all night. He's watching them as soon as they drop on Disney Plus, and he's putting out his reactions right away. So uh, Cody, you guys are going to want to make sure and check that out. I, I will be transparent. I have been sleeping through my alarms and missing my uh, 2 a.m. call time, but... With people keep set, people keep DMing me spoilers every Friday, so stop it. I am staying up just so I don't get spoiled anymore. So these next three episodes will be what Cody just said. Well, no you know what's nice the though? DMs. They're yeah. supposed to be an hour long, but yeah. luckily you can just like skip the last thirty minutes because that'll be all credits. Mm -hmm. So you'll be fine. It's the funny during are my so long. during my reactions, I I always cut it out, obviously, but I'm like, okay, we're gonna skim, we're gonna skim the credits quick to see if there's anything <laughs> hidden in here. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely worth doing. I, ever since uh, ever since the last episode of Mandalorian, I've been scanning the mm -hmm. the credits. On Plus, the, it's Marvel, so you always have to, no matter what, you know. Yeah. Well, I I, I honestly think Star Wars is going to start doing it. Probably. Because oh, definitely. It worked so. I mean, Cody saw firsthand. Watch me live react because I didn't <laughs> yeah. even know there was a post credits for Mando. Um, it's not common to find videos of a man pissing his pants, <laughs> but uh, that is a rewarding experience. Go back and watch Jared's Mandalorian season finale reaction if you want to catch that. Um, I guess I, I want your guys' thoughts on this, actually. Um, with So you talked about, you know, it's the most pop Vision is the most popular show out there right now, and it's mm -hmm. talked about all the time. How do you think this compares to like the Mandalorian terms of like the fanfare i think here's what i think my immediate reaction is that mandalorian is more a, i think the coolness of mandalorian is about revealing old stuff we're already familiar with mm -hmm. and that's really exciting and people want to see that but i think wandavision is about what's next and that's and I think that's more Marvel's exciting been. for people. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think that's the difference, and I think that's why WandaVision, I would say, probably has more buzz yeah. than Mandalorian has at any point. Yeah. Which, which uh, again, they, they were built for both. Both of those series are built for pretty much anyone. Um, uh -huh. I mean, you're going to miss mm -hmm. stuff, but it's such a thing that people that were born in 2000, young, young people, have watched every single mcu movie there's a lot of mm -hmm. people that haven't watched star wars like i haven't watched clone wars rebels yeah the, the the animated movie that they released um but mcu that's why it's so big is because it's not it's not lame to be a nerd anymore it's cool to be a nerd mm -hmm. and that's why even the casual fans know it and even are like what what's this theory like trying to con you know that charlie day thing from always sunny of trying to connect the mm -hmm. dots and everything <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think they do a good job, too, on in Marvel in general of just, like, dropping little nuggets. They don't, like, get, they don't just fucking, you know, give you everything. They just give you little nuggets here and there and leave little breadcrumbs. And some of them are red herrings, but then other ones are, like, on the lizard legit. I just saw one um, that all of the clocks so far have started, the way, the where they're set have started to spell out X-Men in a different language. Oh, like it's, what? Yeah. I thought that, they, oh wow, I, oh, did, tell me this, because I heard, I saw something else. I mean, that's, that's, there's like a, crazy. there's like, yeah, there's some people who, who've been, been theorizing that's what it is. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's just like some other language that, 
it it the way the shape of the letter is it turns out to be x-men because but that could be too far-fetched what i had seen was yeah people were taking the time and being like oh this relates back to that comic book in that series and Mm. in that comic book x event happens Mm. um I like yours a lot better. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like no one knows what's no... happening. There's so many theories. Like we could sit here and just talk yeah. about it for yeah. hours. I mean, whenever yeah. we're transparent, people that are listening and watching, we play video games several times a week together, and it's just literally it's this, but not recorded. Yeah, yeah. And with things that we wouldn't say that would be recorded. <laughs> so I, uh, you can buy that I... on our Patreon. <laughs> That's, that's yeah that's a pitch for our, our our streams um i i think that's funny because marvel has has created that reputation for itself that buried in somewhere in this is the answer and there are easter eggs here to be found go find them and there's a shit like, honestly it's like ready player one gunters are scrolling through this shit a frame at a time trying to find all the secrets and i'm glad they're doing it so i don't have to but i love the depth and the care that they're taking. And we didn't even expect, by the way, to talk about WandaVision tonight. We're talking a lot about it. Um, and I 100 saying Falcon and Winter Soldier could be really exciting, and we're all fucking juiced for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's been a really cool experience. Mandalorian and uh, WandaVision, but especially mm-hmm. WandaVision going on now, has been a really fun thing to be keeping track of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, again, I mean, what this ends then we have maybe a week or two break and then winter Sol- falcon winter soldier kicks up and that one if if they keep not necessarily the formula but like if it follows that kind of spy world traveling traveling espionage thriller that they're setting out for but also does drop these little hints they have got people hooked for mm-hmm. life like loki yeah she hulk like yeah They've got us like this. It's it's they have a machine and it's literally just printing money. As long as they do a little bit of a little bit of this too, you know, give a little bit of <laughs> yeah, that's just a little fine. tickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what every of the tease is. Every time they do a little Easter egg, just that's a cool. gag. That's not, that's not going to make any sense on the podcast, but I'm I'm glad we have it here. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Um, I mean, we're we're not too like comic wise, we're not ingrained in that. But who is kind of one? villain side character main character that you would really hope to show up in the next five to ten years i mean honestly it's gonna be everyone but who's like your favorite like i need to see this character i think that um i think dr doom could be really cool um whenever Mm -hmm. they bring him in they're gonna you know um but dr doom is in the comics like a huge huge villain um who takes down a lot of big people. And I think that's a, that's a big villain that I could even see them in the first fantastic four movie, not even having Dr. Doom as the villain. Cause and then introduce him as the overall big bad. And that's where the fantastic four gets some help from some people and stuff like that. Because yeah, he's, you know, he, I I could see him being like the next Thanos type guy, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, Dr. Doom, I think will be a big one. That's a really good one. I, I really don't have... I'm not missing much right now. Go, I'm Galactus really Galactus is another one? Yeah, Galactus is cool. I, the thing I don't like about Galactus is he's so big, and it just... I, I don't like the idea that we just keep needing bigger stakes, and that's why you need Galactus. Mm-hmm. But I'm really intrigued to see what they do with Black Panther next. I think that's the thing I'm most excited to see. 
Um, and I don't know that, you know, I don't know what character is going to get introduced or whatever, mm -hmm. but I'm really not deep in the comics at all. So I, there's not a lot of comics I'm wanting for, but Dr. Doom, I think would be a really fucking good one. Um, NPA is mentioning Miles Morales. That would, that would probably be the one thing that they still have left that would just fully fucking get yep. me cranked would be. There's no Miles way he's in not in the third Spider-Man movie with all the fucking people they're going to put in there. There's no it, way he's not in it, that. If anything, he is hinted at or I think they will show him, but yeah. then they're like, you're not maybe going to get a movie for a while. Um, he, I mean, he's hot. He's hot right now. You know, comic mm -hmm. wise, yeah. uh, the spider verse, the video game, everyone wants that character. So he will probably show up. Seth, I'm glad you brought up Dr. Doom, uh, because well, Galactus, Dr. Doom, I think you have to go Dr. Doom because again, mm -hmm. he, he's huge. Give him like 12 years of being a villain, essentially like Thanos or whatnot. Galactus, I think is just, too much of the same right now um mm -hmm. because with doom man you could do a lot of crazy stuff and i and i mean people and it's against and yeah. it's human yep that's the and, thing and people have even been again this is all theories we if we accidentally say a spoiler for wandavision we didn't know but yeah. people are even saying that ultron can come back because um yeah. w the villains we have seen in uh the core Avengers movies were given kind of more and Ultron was given about 30 minutes. He's somewhere in this world. So who mm -hmm. knows? He might pop back up. Also, if, well, I don't want to say too much cause there's, that would be spoiler territory for people who haven't seen it. But, mm -hmm. um, what if just in this whole scenario, we get one more look at Thanos but Scarlet Witch takes him down as like a revenge fantasy or something like that. So we get a little bit of Thanos in there. Like a different reality almost? Yeah, just her kind of like in this world that she's, mm -hmm. you know, that that's that's existing. Dude, you know? what if he pops up? What if he somehow pops There's, up? Ooh, I think we got to stop. I think that's where we yeah. have to stop. Yeah. I think that's exactly where we stop on WandaVision and just everything in the MCU. Again, we didn't intend to talk MCU, but... Um, you know, Mr. I want to point out Moon Knight is out there. NPA is talking about Venom is out there. There's a oh, lot yeah. of yeah, Marvel dude. stuff yet to come. Oh man, it's, we're just getting ugh, started. There's a lot. <laughs> if you love it, if you love MCU, there is no shortage of shit coming up. But there is a shortage of time that we have on this podcast, and we are way behind. So let's move <laughs> it forward here. That's going to do it for what did you think? You know, we we did we did a spoiler warning for uh, Mortal Kombat, and we said skip to the end of Zac Efron here. And they're going to miss a third of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the end of what did you think? What do you think? The problem with getting the live show out on time is that I get drunk during the show. <laughs> and I have a hard time managing time when yeah. I get a little drunk. So <sighs> we're going to get into a very, very quick edition of what did you watch? What? 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 Okay, so we're going to have to be pretty quick on all of these. Um, in fact, I'm going to skip a couple things that we've already reviewed on the show. So we've got a few movies and TV shows to talk about. Seth, why don't we start with you? Um, you saw a couple of uh, network TV pilots this last week, and it sounded like you were pretty excited about at least one of them. Yeah, I'll be pretty quick on these. Uh, so Young Rock and Keenan both premiered on, uh, uh, I almost said SNL this week, on uh, NBC this week. <laughs> 
Um, Young Rock is essentially, it's a show about young Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, his uh, childhood, his teenage, and then his college life, and kind of goes over stories, obviously exaggerated stories from from that time. And with him growing up around the world of wrestling, you got some old wrestling characters. They have an Andre, the person who acts as Andre the Giant. Um, there's an Iron Sheik. Which is why I wanted to bring that up, of course. Sheaky got a Sheiky baby. They say Sheiky baby in the show. Even. Do they really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, you got. Uh, there's a couple other old school wrestlers. I know there's going to be a Vince McMahon um, in there as well. Um, and then you have some. And uh, well, at the time, college players from the University of Miami, but where um, The Rock went to school and played football. Um, but you're, there is actually they they kind of name drop and have some actors play some um, of his teammates and NFL players and stuff too. So. Um, pretty fun. I, I enjoyed it. It's it's funny. Um, it's meant to play more kind of, you know, it's it's based in a real world, but it's a little bit more, you know, it, it, funny, like comedic. Um, and it, it's more fantasized. So um, and because the basic story is is the rocks retelling his old stories as a as, as he's running for president in 2032 and Randall Park is interviewing him. Um, <laughs> and so. Um, it, obviously it's, it's a little, it, you know, it's very comedic, um, but I enjoyed it a lot and it's got, it's like a 90 some percent Rotten Tomatoes. So people are liking it. Um, I would say check it out if you're a fan of the rock or wrestling. So, um, the other one is Keenan. Um, I don't know how this one's doing. I, th- this is basically though, it's, it's Keenan Thompson. He stars in this. Um, he is, uh, a, in this world, um, he's a talk, uh, morning talk show host. Um, and he's recently lost his wife. So he's raising two kids. Um, Don Johnson is his father-in-law, uh, for the wife who died. Um, and then Chris Red is his brother. And so the cast actually is kind of what got me into this. Cause I like Keenan. I want to see him keep going. Obviously we've been watching him since, you know, we were kids. That, so it's yeah. like, yeah, this is a, we watch a sitcom called Keenan and Kel. And now there's one just called Keenan. Um, I'm really hoping Kel shows up at some point, and he has to, I think. There's no way he um, doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, maybe it's his best friend who shows up or something. I think that'd be really cool. Um, but I think it's an interesting premise, and it just in that it's... I thought it was going to be more just like, oh, this is Keenan's life, and it's really more of like, here's a guy trying to get over the death of his wife. He hasn't gotten over it yet. It's been a year. Um, it's affecting his career. But it's also funny. Um, both of these shows are single-camera sitcoms. Uh, without laugh tracks or anything like that so you know it's there's jokes and things like that but you're not getting the laugh tracks so you're not like forced to laugh at it um you can tell though and especially in keenan's but i think probably young rock too they had some covid restrictions um filming and so like there are people sitting together but you can tell they try and like spread out other people as much as possible so Still, still, even now, that's going to be a little distracting for a while, watching some of these shows, like sitcoms especially. Um, but I, I would say check both out. If you're a fan of Keenan, a little comedy, um, check that out. Um, if you're a fan of The Rock or wrestling, definitely check that out. So mm-hmm. a couple of good NBC sitcoms starting up in, in the midst of this pandemic. I like it, man. I'm, I'm curious about this Keenan one. Is there any inkling of like his true life kind of like parallels there? I don't or is this just... think so. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know if he has kids or not. He might have kids, but um, yeah. Or, I, widow, I, or widower, I don't think. Yeah, so, um, and it's cool to see Chris Red. I mean, we met him, Cody and I met him once, and he was, like, anything he does now, I'm going to be totally supportive of, because he was just yeah. the nicest Big, dude. huge fan. Yeah, he yeah. was just such a good dude and sat and talked to us for a bit and took some pictures and was just super appreciative. So, cool to see guys like that succeed and 
um, I saw a picture of him on on Twitter. Um, him and Keenan, him and Keenan right now are flying back and forth to do like SNL oh, wow. on the weekends, and then film Keenan in LA. That um, sounds exhausting. So, and they're taking <laughs> private planes every week. So Chris Red is like Chris Red is living like this crazy life that he's never had before, and he's just so appreciative of Keenan and all that stuff too. So good to see good people, you know, get a primetime show like that. So it's fucking awesome. Yeah, we'll be rooting for Keenan and for Young Rock. Uh, sounds like some easy to can, easy to digest comedy, which is always a favorite uh, for mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, both half hour. Let's see. We've got a couple movies here. Let's go to um, actually, Seth. Why don't we stay with you? Um, you caught a, a nice little rom com with a twist over on. I think it was Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, remind me of the name because it's so long. I can't remember it. Is the map of tiny perfect things. There we go. So yeah, this one, uh, like I said, it's Amazon Prime, about an hour and a half movie. Uh, it's kind of like a, a rom com, but built in the world of like a Groundhog's Day. Um, it stars Catherine Newton. Um, she was in Freaky, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She's been in a couple other things. I can't remember the. I was gonna look up the male lead, but I can't remember it up. Someone, if they can, look it up for me. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, Groundhog's Day. Um, which has been done a lot lately. And I think if this would have come out five years ago, this would have been like an even probably bigger thing, at least more like attractive thing, almost like the happy death day. Um, but I think that this one, essentially the, the overall story, both Catherine Newton and the male lead in this are in a groundhog's day. So everyone else isn't, um, these two are, and they find each other. They recognize they're both in this and reliving the same day. Um, and instead of trying to necessarily figure out how to get out of it, they're going through and finding all of the quote unquote perfect moments. Um, so like, for example, someone, a, a, a tennis ball hitting perfectly off of, uh, of like a pole and hitting someone in the head. And so then they draw a map of it. And like, that's, that's something that can only happen once. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle says tiny perfect things is the name of Cody's sex tape. <laughs> I agree. That's a good one, bro. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's definitely, see, you know, the, the male lead in this is trying to go after Catherine Newton. Like, he wants to date her because he's basically been trying to date people. He's been living this for a while, and he's been trying to date people um, and not successful. Um, and so Catherine Newton is finally someone he can relate to and all that stuff, wants to date her. She doesn't want to. There's kind of a story involved in there, and why not? Um, I enjoyed this, though. It's a nice little movie. It's funny. Um, got a nice little, it's got a nice uh, story, and... Um, I, I like their relationship in it, so I'd say check this one out on Amazon Prime if you have some time. Doesn't cost nice. a dime. Ooh, that rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Allen is the uh, is the uh, the male lead. Uh, okay. His character's name is Mark. So I like check him. that one out on a- Amazon Prime if you got the time and the dime. Mm. Uh, DJ DJ Ass Tuba dropping the sick rhymes there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll talk quickly about Judas and the Black Messiah. So we we all saw this. Um, this is on HBO Max. So this was released in theaters and HBO Max last weekend. So this is the story of Fred Hampton and the Black Panthers and, um, oh shit, Tim or Jim O'Neill. I can't remember his name. Um, but there is a FBI informant who infiltrates the Black Panthers and he's played by Lakeith Stanfield. And so it's kind of about getting to know Fred Hampton, who's played by Daniel Kaluuya brilliantly, I would say. 
and um, Lakeith Stanfield's uh, sort of mole character and the struggle he goes through while he's informing the FBI while still trying to support the Black Panthers. So it's an interesting movie. There's a lot of moral ambiguity, I would say, in here because of the nature of, of the structure of it. Um, I think the highlight here is all the acting, and this is insanely fucking good. I, I think that was the thing that stood out to me. Um, it's a it's an important story that doesn't get told often, and it gets treated really well with a lot of respect. Um, the I did some reading after this, and it looks like they treated everything pretty factually. They didn't stretch a lot. Um, but Lakeith Stanfield, Daniel Kaluuya, um, Jesse Plemons is excellent in this. <laughs> Martin Sheen shows up as J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover. Um, excellent acting across the board. Proper plot. This is an excellent, uh, this is black homework, I guess, is that. Mm. And it's Black History Month. So it, I hope you got some white guilt out there because you're going to want to go watch this movie. <laughs> um, here's a story that you've never heard before. Done incredibly well by really talented actors. Nicely structured. It's just about two hours, so it's not too long. Just, I, just fucking choice. Like, just, that was it. It's just exactly what I thought it was going to be yeah. when I saw that it was coming out. Yeah, Cody, Cody, the one scene that stuck, stood out to me the most was uh, where Fred Hampton is coming out to do his speech in the church. But it's like a, it's like a prize fight, the way they shoot it yeah. of behind him and coming out in the crowd. And then him, uh, was it uh, I am uh, – oh, God. A revolutionary. He, yes, mm -hmm. there we go. And I was like, God damn, this is so good. Mm-hmm. I was standing in my living room a couple of times. <laughs> Fred Hampton in real life and in this movie is so charismatic that he gets you on board and, and you'll feel that Daniel Kaluuya is fucking excellent. And he's a Brit. That's the thing that always blows me away. Yeah. He's a Brit playing African Americans and he does an excellent job every fucking time. And he has a, I heard an interview. Um, actually it's a pretty interesting interview um, where he talks about how um, essentially that people come up, people ask him all the time about race and like, how do we solve it? Um, and it's always typically white reporters asking him and he's like, I don't need to solve anything. <laughs> right. It's like, mm -hmm. who, you, you're the ones who are asking and trying to figure it out. You should probably look into that. Mm -hmm. uh, we've done enough answering questions, but, um, yeah, no, the, uh, I, he has such a heavy, heavy accent. And when he's doing these American characters, um, uh, with these accents, like he is, He's such a good actor. Um, That's crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. we we've done accents as jokes every now and then, and all can right, maybe go right. thirty. Maybe can go thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Same as in the bedroom, but this guy's going full <laughs> movies. Yeah. Same as in the bedroom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Uh, he's awesome. Lakeith Stanfield is is also awesome. Daniel Kaluuya pretty pretty much takes the takes the screen here, but Lakeith Stanfield, I would say, an an underappreciated yeah. but excellent yeah. performance. Um, and it's just an excellent movie. Like I, it's one of those movies I don't feel like I should have to sell on, sell to you. Yeah. It's just a really excellent movie, and it it stands up to the expectation that you would expect when you see who's in it and and who made it. And it's on mm -hmm. HBO Max right now. Get out there! You got to check this one out. Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, I know we're at our scheduled time right now, folks. Um, we're gonna keep going for just a little bit. If you can hang out, great. Um, but we really appreciate you guys joining us for as much time as you have. We've got um, uh, two movies to cover really quickly. Then we'll get into one more thing and get you out of here. So we'll be here for a few more minutes. Uh, again, stick around if you can. But thank you to those of you who might be taking off for the next thing. We appreciate you guys joining us. Um, let's get into uh, – Seth, I want to let you set this up because you found this first and you have pushed it out. I haven't seen it yet, but you, you put Jared onto it. 
And it sounds like it's a, a pretty fun one. I don't know. I, honestly, I think I think Jared was the. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I think, and I, I actually really enjoyed it. But I think Jared has been the one who who's really <laughs> taken to it. Um, and Loved he was it. he was talking about it with me. Uh, it's called Bar, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Oh my Bob! Oh my Bob! <laughs> um, Jared, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go ahead and describe it, Jared? I think I, you well, again. I wax I, poetic. I, I think Cody, you agree. I agree. Um, basically, anytime you come to us with a movie, now we have to watch. It. That's basically my <laughs> mentality because it's it's all over the board. Small indie blockbuster, hidden gem, weird comedy, and every single time it's it's great. And this one was. I'm glad I only saw the first like teaser trailer. I knew nothing about this movie. I knew Kristen Wiig was in it, and that was it. And this is such a weird mixture. Like, what I explained it as, um, because I did a TikTok, kind of a quick review, uh, I explained this as Step Brothers meets Austin Powers meets a Mel Brooks comedy with a rom-com and a musical somehow shoved into this movie. Like, this is the most bananas mixture of movies and comedy that fits my sensibility like Mm -hmm. obscure random humor and being very on the nose or having one of the best jokes ever but not stewing on it just steamrolling through it and then five minutes later like oh my god that was hilarious like that is this whole movie um and also uh Kristen Wiig basically okay it's these two friends they're what middle age 40s maybe early 40s um, yeah. And they go on vacation. That's basically it. They lose their jobs. They go on vacation. They're trying to find a better life. There's a lot of stuff happening in yeah. the background for sure that I am not going to say because that is the allure yeah. of this film. If you're going to watch it, don't watch any trailers don't watch before. Anything. Don't look anything up because literally five minutes in. Not even. Ten seconds. No, yeah. not ten seconds. But it, it just completely flips and you don't know what what movie you're watching necessarily oh yeah um, and that's before barb and star even get on the screen really <laughs> i yeah what? what seth is saying i paused the movie and backed out of amazon because i thought i clicked the wrong movie <laughs> <laughs> um but it's the best weird like what am i watching um yeah just the the Kristen Wiig character and the other character of oh god what, what Annie Annie Momolo yeah there yeah, we she go she co-wrote Bridesmaids with her per yes um they you can see that there's scenes that they probably filmed twelve to fifteen times doing differently and they picked the best take yeah and those are the almost the best parts of just them going back and forth really quickly but not stopping on a joke just like mm-hmm. steamrolling through them. But that's the funny part of it. Yeah, it's like a, it's it's just like an it's a it's an hour and a half long, really weird, SNL sketch. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Yes, but it somehow turns out to be a, a really fun and hilarious movie. Like it doesn't get old. So because because the sketch like it like you're saying it's one long sketch, but they chunk it into different genres of sketches yeah yeah mm. Ooh, i like this it's starting to sound like it like Kristen wig and her friend did an entire episode of snl doing whatever yeah. the fuck they want with a very yeah. loose thread connecting everything through mm-hmm. 
oh, I love the sound of that. There, there's so many things too that once you notice it, it makes it better. Um, mm-hmm. For example, Jamie Dor- Jamie Dornan's accent. That's the only thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> it was oh god, it's so weird. It was I, I that that is a movie that will probably be in my top ten favorite. <laughs> Maybe not best t- favorite of the year though. Yeah. I see that Vanessa Bayer is in this, yep, and I yep, hope yep. she has a good. I love Vanessa Bayer. <laughs> we can She's probably say that favorite. without um, spoil. That won't spoil anything. They play. Her, there's a group of four people. Vanessa Bayer is one of them. Uh, comedian Fortune Feimster is one of them. And there's a couple other people, and then Barb and Star. They're like this. They're like the forty year old group of housewives who drink wine mm-hmm. and like dish on stuff. And Vanessa Bayer <laughs> is like the very strict and very kind of almost bitchy um housewife and so she's like kind of like a a, the the straight man to those two but also dumb you know so she's she's great she plays she plays an snl character you've seen her play that character in snl but she's really great at it man i love yeah this 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 is one that go ahead cody I was just I was going to start rapping. I was going to say I can't wait to fucking watch this. I was hoping to have watched it before this show, but uh time did not permit. Mm-hmm. But I am very excited to check this out. So, this is a paid rental currently. Mm-hmm. Um it's a couple bucks cheaper on Amazon Prime. So, if you're going to pay to rent it, do it there. Um Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Jared, I'll let you have the last point on this movie. Oh, I was just going to say I want more people to watch this. This one unfortunately <laughs> maybe it's just the way my pov is of and it's a maybe this one falling through too. the cracks right now mm-hmm. um i want a lot of people to watch it because this is this is a weird again like you said hour and a half sketch but it lands for, for me and again mm-hmm. i was i was perfect perfect mindset for it yeah nice definitely have a oh, drink or some recreationals that, for that one yes there you go highly yeah. recommended Lindsay's asleep probably, but if you're still awake, Linz, uh, <laughs> and you're still got your recreationals, check out Barb and Star. You're going to like that one. Uh, Kyle points out we're in SoCo overtime, which, uh, which feels good. Uh, Kyle's also taken Seth in the bet uh, in the contest against the jug of water. How you doing there, Seth? You, you going to cover the three-point spread? I don't think so. Yeah, it's no? a, about uh, – yeah, there's still about a little under half left. That's like a half gallon Sorry, of water, Kyle. so – I think you're going to lose a little bit of money, Kyle. But uh, at least you named my sex tape, though. Tiny Perfect Things sounds uh, <laughs> sounds pretty accurate. That's a good one. All right, Jared, why don't you set us up for next week? So you caught an early preview. It's coming right for us! Of a Netflix movie coming out that I think all of us are, are uh, intrigued in. We're, we're pretty excited about this one. So why don't you set this up, and we'll come back and review it next week when we've all seen it. Yeah, so this one is, I actually watched it last night. The review will pop off probably a couple hours after this podcast um, goes or we cut the live stream. Um, It is a Netflix movie coming out tomorrow, Friday called I care a lot. Roseman Pike is the lead. She is wonderful. Essentially this follows this woman who runs a business and is a guardian for older people, but takes advantage of them kind of, you know, once you put someone into an assisted living and whatnot, they lose a lot of rights or privileges and uh, access to money and whatnot. And she is supposed to be, you know, in the best interest of them, but is doing these very sketchy things. Um, that premise runs into someone that 
she thinks she knows what she's getting into and then finds out it's a lot more than she can handle and it sets them on a weird, interesting journey. Basically, I describe this movie as Gone Girl meets Burn After Reading with a hint of Promising Young Woman. So if any of that (laughs) jumps out at you, this movie, like I, this is a really good movie. So (laughs) I will leave you at that. We'll talk about it probably more next week. You sold it to me with Burn yeah. After Reading, because yeah. I never hear that movie referenced. Very excited for this. Rose Pike cannot be trusted. That's that's the thing that it sounds like everyone is going to take away from this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. All right, so we had uh, Young Rock and Keenan, our, our uh, episodic TV coming out right now that you can check out. The Map of Tiny Perfect Things is available on Amazon. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah is available on HBO Max right now, and Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar is a paid uh, rental. Check that out on Amazon <laughs> Prime to save a couple bucks. Next week, we'll be back to review Roseman Pike in Netflix's I Care A Lot, and that is going to do it for this week's What Did You Watch? What? 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 All right, folks. Well, we are just about through with SoCo overtime here. So let's get into one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to change the mood a, a touch and say, th- so I, I'm going to humble brag a second and then there's going to be a lesson. So I got, I got a big annual award um, at work this last week and it was, and it moved me in a way that I did not expect. And here's the reason why I think that I did not take a second to look back and appreciate how difficult 2020 was. And when I got this award at work for my performance in 2020, I was reminded of how hard it was to just do normal life in 2020. And so to do work or, you know, for Seth and I to go to the office every day and continue to operate for Jared to be, you know, crushing it on TikTok and continuing to do his YouTube thing. And for all of you out there who are still going to your jobs and doing whatever it is you like doing, I would very much encourage you to take a second at any point and give some thought to how hard last year was and just give yourself a pat on the back and appreciate how hard you worked. Cause that, that when I got a chance to do that was incredibly emotional, incredibly and incredibly cathartic. I would just encourage folks, take a second and give yourself a pat on the back for whatever it is you did last year because it was fucking hard and you deserve a pat on the back. That is my one more thing. I'm going to go ahead and, and give a give a pat on the, the intestines yeah. for uh, the five or six uh, multiple pound bags of cheese balls that I consumed over 2020. <laughs> good job, Colin. Yeah. I never had a tough time getting those out, so good job. Oh, no. Um... Cody, you just saying that right now, wow, I almost uh, started tearing up a little bit because, um, I don't know, I'll be a little transparent. Um, I lose my shit every now and then, um, (laughs) but Jill, my sister, um, I I will just, my my one more thing, I'll give a shout out. She has been scheduling weekly meetings to basically be a therapist for me, but also to talk about goals and, you know, hey, write down the few things that you did last year. And again, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, Cody, but like I went through a list of like, you know, all the weird things that I had accomplished or completed. And I too got emotional on that call because I was like, it doesn't look like you're going anywhere. It, it feels like you're spinning your wheels. But when you do break it down of like, I got to prove this press, 
I got X amount of subscribers. I got this many followers. Like, it's... If you want something, just keep going at it. I know that life is fucking hard right now, especially people that are living in Texas. Um, who knows what next week is going to have. But be... Um, award yourself or, you know, that... Like Cody said, the pat in the back for those little things. So, uh... <laughs> Thank you, Jill, and also thank you, Cody, for uh, making me probably going to cry after this. <laughs> <laughs> also, Big shout out to Jill Buck. If you're patting your back and it's making a <laughs> sound, you need to get something checked out, I mm-hmm. think. <laughs> you got to go to a chiropractor. Um, yeah. Um, you mentioned Texas, though, and I wanted to give, I mean, not that anyone you know around this will hear it, but I wanted to give a little shout out to, uh, to Willie Ray's Barbecue. Um, here in Cedar Rapids, he's going down tomorrow to Texas, um, taking a couple smokers and um, a bunch of supplies and things and going down to Texas for a week or so and just cooking a bunch of free food like he did during the derecho. He was nice. he was a huge, huge help during the derecho. He literally like, um, which for people who don't remember, that's that storm that came, that basically hurricane that came through Cedar Rapids and knocked power out for a few weeks. And um, he just went around the city like he had his he has a restaurant and stuff but then he went around the city went to neighborhoods that were the most affected and um said hey if you have meat that's going to expire come cook it. i'll cook it for free just bring it over i'll give you my food for free um he just gave out he gave out hundreds and thousands of meals uh to people during that time he's going to go do go do the same thing for a week or so down in texas and bring down there, there's already a facebook page about people giving supplies so um as much as i hate Iowa and living here, uh, especially right now with all the dumbass laws they're passing, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of good people here um, who do want to help, and uh, especially here in Cedar Rapids, who, you know, seeing a lot of people come together this year and, and now, again, repaying the favor and some supplies and, and then Willie going down there to, to make that barbecue. So um, shout out to him. He won like 20 grand from Discover Card, too, for a contest, so... Uh, he's getting repaired, repaid, obviously, and he's going to have a home here in Cedar Rapids forever. And I think he's opened up a second shop, too. So um, a lot of great things for him, but cool to see him continue to give back. Um, and uh, Jill and Nolan, if he gets makes it on your way, definitely have some Willie Ray's barbecue. It'll be free, obviously, but it's good. I've, I've, I've purchased it before, and it's it's pretty delicious barbecue. So hopefully he makes it down your guys' way and you can enjoy a little. I think he I think he said he might be going to Austin. So That's that's really nice that not only is like, you know, people that are located in Austin in Texas at all, but like this guy is making a trip down there. There mm-hmm. that is phenomenal. He's driving. Yeah, yeah. he's he he has yeah. some people to haul smokers and so there'll be like a little convoy going down there from Iowa um including some delicious ass barbecue and he's feeding all the helpers and everything i'm like i would almost do that for a week of free delicious ass barbecue if i didn't have any like if i could take that time off and everything fuck that would be almost worth it just to eat a week of his delicious ass food hell yeah yeah man man big shouts out big shouts out to willie ray and uh you know for all those folks down in texas npa jill mr i 100 we we're we're thinking about you guys we hope you you guys uh, have good luck this next week and get everything back on and and just know that we're, we're thinking about you and for everyone else, you know, especially if you've had a challenging 2020, even if you do have power, uh, give yourself a pat on the back and take a second to appreciate the work that you've done lately. And, uh, that a shockingly emotional one more yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm down to one more, one more thing. Beth. <laughs> do it. <laughs> For episode 183 of the SoCo Show, 
Can't say how much we appreciate uh, those of you who joined us tonight in the comments. So much fun uh, doing this. We love it every month. Uh, we will be back next month right here on the J-Buck Studios YouTube channel. We don't have the date nailed down yet, so that is to be announced, but we will be back uh, in a few weeks for our March show. Um, Jared, we're here on the J-Buck Studios channel. Hopefully everyone here has subscribed and liked this video. Uh, for those that have, what can they uh, what can they look forward to here on YouTube? And then also um, take a second to shout people out to your TikTok so they can head over there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, WandaVision every Friday right now. Um, I will be staying up. I'm going to go make coffee right after this. So they will be fresh and early in the morning for you to watch if you want to watch them. Um, Sundance reviews, those are going to be trickling out still. And by the time I get those done, South by Southwest will kick up. Um, they've already been sending me emails, which is crazy. But uh, definitely go if you aren't. Go follow me on TikTok. I'm doing some cool stuff over there. Um, the iFunny app showed one of my videos three days grace showed one of my videos <laughs> i have no idea what's happening people are finding my videos i have a video that's five days old and almost has another million views um jesus i don't know so i actually it it's this weird outlet of putting smaller content of movies and comedy and stupid stuff and i love it so if you don't if or i guess if you haven't go follow me over there because i'm putting a lot a lot of content over there youtube is still my home but i'm putting a lot of content on tiktok so uh please go do that yeah make sure you guys get over there get it on the ground floor of the j yeah. studios before it hits 100k no, it, nothing matters nothing happens but get it on the ground floor yeah youtube's your home but tiktok is your high-rise apartment in new york city yeah oh man uh, that is JBuck Studios on YouTube and on TikTok. Make sure you guys go follow that. There's some great shit out there coming out every day uh, with new content. So make sure you guys go check that out and support JB uh, on both of those um, platforms. Uh, we appreciate y'all, especially our anchor wankers out there for Wanker. keeping the SoCo show going. Uh, we love doing this with you guys. Big shouts out to our sponsors uh, also for supporting the show. If you are a listener, make sure you guys check out the description box. See if you can hit those links. See if you can use our sponsors in any way. We'd really appreciate that, and I know they would too. Um, but uh, again, just want to say, you know, we really, we really appreciate all you guys spending this time with us, whether it's on the audio version or the video version. Having you guys here in the comments, we've had just a blast. We'll see you in a few weeks uh, for our next live show. But of course, we'll be back with 184 next week. Our audio only special treat next week. We're gonna have an interview on the show with uh, Dub H alum and longtime friend of all of ours, Travis who is a professional wrestler. And so we're going to have an awesome interview with him. We're really looking forward to talking with Travis. So make <laughs> sure you guys check that one out next week. It's going to be a whole shitload of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so again, so, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, yeah, if you're not, got, as I say, if you're not a fan of wrestling, um, you, you might be, you know, a, a little confused about some of the stuff. Cause it's probably going to be two hours of wrestling talk, but it's going to be a great story along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Travis is one of those guys that um, is an example, much much like I would say Jared in this case too, um, you know, to, to go out there and decide you want to do some shit and then just go do it. And I think we'll talk about a lot of that even in addition to wrestling. So even if you're not a wrestling fan, I think you'll see some value there. But especially if you're into pro wrestling, you're going to love this interview. Make sure you guys come on back uh, next week and, and listen to us with Travis. But yeah. uh, for now... That's going to wrap us up for episode 183 of the SoCo Show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. For the bro host, Jared Buckendall, and the so host, Seth Ott, I've been the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. Bye.
Bye.